0: Welcome to T te- Dolda Oh, good Do again. Welcome to T te- Dolda Oh what the fuck? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> it's me, bro. good
1: with me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey drink some more beer.
0: TD Podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. Um, we lied to you guys. We told you we had bolds this week. Something happened, came up. We are good. We're going to be back next week with bolds. So hang on tight. I know you guys look forward to it. We're getting a lot of positive feedback for bolds, um, But still want to come in the studio regardless. We had a huge UFC uh, last two weekends. But two weekends ago was the big one that we... Broke down to you on the last podcast. So we're going to get into that with that recap as well as kind of the state of the UFC and where we're kind of going and all these different directions with that. Um, we're going to get our nerd on. We're going to go Marvel. It's been a while since we broke down some Marvel. Um, we had a lot, a lot of content during um, 2020 and now into 20, 2021 that we haven't really talked about as far as Marvels so with the TV shows and kind of the direction they're going. So we're going to get into that as well. Um But I want to start with, also we have a top five. Okay, Morg's back on for the top five, so we'll end with the top five tonight. But I want to start with um, Aaron Rodgers news. And it seems like every day in the media, they're they're trying to pull something. They're trying to pull something and trying to see where he's at. Is he coming back? And we kind of talked about it a few weeks
1: ago. Has anything changed anyone here? We no, still, nothing's changed nothing's changed so they came out today breaking news he turns down the extension that would have made him the highest paid player in the NFL and lock him in for 5 years right 5 more so 5 more years yes, after this a year a 2 year extension yeah. that's up until after 40 um this is not new news we knew this actually in march so people have been paying attention this was this was kind of broke but not like it's just talked about by a good source good uh packers beat they all, they went through this process with him already. It's July, and you're saying, "Hey, it's breaking news." No, he this this was offered in March. Right. So like the turn down, it didn't just happen yesterday. Like the turn down, the contract offer happened months ago.
0: That's why I felt like it was no big deal because he's always said it, it hasn't been about the money. Like he didn't. Like this, this was new, no new news. Yeah. The new news I want to talk about though that's come out about Aaron Rodgers recently. Last week, re his country club membership in, in Green Bay. Yes. What does that mean? I don't know. Then, reports come out yesterday. And I saw this by Packers Beat writers that a deep cleaning home service was scheduled to come this week to clean Roger's ha- Green Bay house. Like to clean it, prep it, get it ready.
2: Airbnbs.
0: He does not Airbnb his house. You know that. Yes, that was actually that was that a question. That was a question for the guy. It was like, yeah, he's been to Airbnb. Like, no, this is his personal house. It's just his. So he's having a cleaning crew coming to clean it. I don't know what that means to me. It sounds like fucker's
1: coming back. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you could look at that two ways. That at least the house part, you could look at it two ways. Like, hey, I'm getting it prepped to sell. That's what it is that? Someone said that too. Or you can look like, yeah, no, I haven't been there all summer. I've been traveling with. Uh, Woodley, whatever her name is, don't care. Shailene? Yeah, don't give two shits. But he hasn't been there, so he's like, I'm getting it all clean because they're moving in, and camp starts, uh, what, next week? Yeah, they report this weekend. Rookies report Friday, yeah, or everyone reports at some point this week. So, I mean, by next week, this could all be like – Wait, wait a second
0: everyone reports this weekend boys training camp
1: training camp
2: is here a couple teams already like rookies reported already yeah for a couple teams yeah those ones who
1: play in the by by monday i think we'll have a better answer and understanding of the situation now if uh, the starting quarterback of a team is now missing camp there's big issues everything else never bothered me like i think like the timing of everything and in the factual report, you know that bothers you. You're like, "Fuck, that could that dude could retire." Like, right? But if he starts missing camp, I think the realization sets in, and then we just focus on who's in the building. Fuck! By the time this podcast drops, we
0: We're might right. have some more information. It might have. Some it's more. daily.
1: It's hourly. Yeah. Like, but it's time starting Monday. It's time to focus on who's going to be the quarterback. Yeah, it's go time, and. Training camp, preseason games is very big for Jordan Love, whether Rogers is there or not. Oh. So I'm probably gonna dial in on that, see how good he is, and if Aaron shows up, hallelujah. We'll have some answers soon. But hey, drinks
0: in the air, Cam Akers, man. Fuck me. Comes out today, tears his Achilles. Hurts fantasy owners everywhere. I mean, no one's had their draft yet, but people are hurting. Like that was potential late first round, yeah, early second round pr- pick, and he's, he's out for the year. He's probably in a lot of keepers it's gonna hurt the rams i mean that's a
1: big blow to them in that division um man we'll we're, we're gonna have four or five more of these before preseason ends so. it's a big fantasy impact honestly. it's a huge fantasy because, impact more than so
2: we've seen it you know mcveigh's running backs Gurley, even acres last year with malcolm brown they put up big numbers mm-hmm. rams running backs always put up big numbers so now it's who do you draft on that team is stafford gonna blow up even more or are you gonna find that next running back was it Darnell Henderson?
1: Yeah. Rookie from last Darnell. year or
2: two years ago rookie.
1: Or or are they going to trade happy Rams, go find a back for the year? Rams do that. They do. I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's the Rams. Yeah.
2: So there was some rumor like, oh, Todd Gurley's coming back.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I don't hate
0: that. But, I mean, pretty unlikely, but still. Yeah, he's still out there, though. So we'll get into that. That's not today's episode. Like I said, we got Bold's, uh, bold predictions next week for sure. That is coming for you. And then after that, we got college football coming in. We have our fantasy preview coming in. It's football season, boys. We're here. Um, game six tonight with the NBA Finals, so we'll have to do some finals recap as well. But uh, let's get into it with our UFC recap and talk. Uh, K-Morg, what do you got?
2: Yeah, so we'll get into McGregor Poirier 3, which is obviously a huge card last weekend. But just getting into some UFC news right off the bat, we've got some couple of big fight announcements minus the you know title shots that we have already with Valentina before, but We've got Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz too. The return of the other Diaz brother. Um, the two of these guys fought way back in the day. There's been a ton of memes out there from when they first fought to now. This is like you know 15 years afterward. I guess my question is, do we care about this fight? No, not at all. I
0: don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm gonna wa- we're gonna watch it, right? But
1: like, it's,
2: it's on a big pay per view. Of course, it's on volkanovsk Ortega. You have. Volkanovski or have got Valentina and Murphy, and then Nick Diaz, Diaz Robbie Lawler. Just, it's on a huge card.
1: I just, it's bettable.
2: <laughs> it's bettable. I, mean, I felt, actually what? don't even know if it is honestly. I don't.
0: I don't either. Because Diaz, what do you? I mean, the guy might have been smoking weed for the last fucking couple years. And, so he
2: hasn't fought since he fought Anderson Silva, and I think that was in twenty fifteen. So it's been a long time. It's been something like that, like 2014, 2015 Robbie Lawler just might run through this kid. Well, we saw how Nate looked after his long layoff. Like he hasn't looked great. But he also fought Leon Edwards, well, I the, mean, number, yeah.
1: the number three. ranked. Well, I get
0: it. It's a better matchup, but Nate's always been better than Nick, right?
1: Like, he's always... With the hands. I, yeah. I, I, th- I with think, the hands. to to an extent, Nate has always been better, but... Dude, Nick, six years? It's a long time. Ro- and and Robbie, Robbie's a, a
0: vet, dude. He's, he's old in the tooth, or long in the tooth, dude. He's...
1: He's not yeah. going to let Nick come in and just
2: do what he wants. Like we always say, the tread on the tires for, I think, Lawler, he's got a little bit more. I mean, we're assuming. That's the thing. We All we can do at this point is assume what Nick Diaz has left in the tank. Yeah. And we don't know because his last performance against Anderson Silva was, again, five to six years ago, and he lost every round. So, it's like, yeah, I'm, what do we got here? And L- Robbie Lawler, I mean, he hasn't looked great, but he's still fighting Colby Covington. You know, I mean, he just I'm lost not. Colby Covington like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, so,
0: I think Lawler's going to walk through him, but. Who really cares? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, big advantage on the feet for Lawler, but obviously on the ground, Diaz will have an advantage. But again, who knows if the strength is still there. I think Robbie Lawler physically will be in better shape because of his recent fights. But again, it's, it's kind of a weird one. It's not one that I don't think any of us are too excited for. Again, if this fight happened eight years ago, it'd be a pretty damn good fight. Yeah, it'd be a nice fight. It'd be a pretty damn good fight. But as of right now, not a fan. Eight years ago, today, next year, Robbie Lawler. Damn, all right. Um another big fight that was announced was Hamjat Sh- Hamjat Shemayev. Difficult to say. Yeah. He is finally getting his fight and he's gonna be fighting Leon Jang. Um Fuck him, dude. Shamayev?
1: Just I mean, I really liked him, but like what's the hype about? Like he's good. Well, like he's very good. Well, when he knocks a dude out in forty five seconds again, we'll we'll get hype so, on him again. Let's talk about the background, obviously. He he won three fights in 2020, all of them
2: knockout Brutal. Impressive. out impressive very impressive. impressive but again level of competition was not high no. all unranked guys he yeah. knocks out gerald mearshart in his last one in the first round pretty impressive but mearshart's not a striker so he, he just not, blatantly knocked him out and moved on yeah
1: since then he got he's been scheduled and rebooked to fight leon edwards like three different times yeah which i think <laughs> the ufc like was setting up leon edwards for failure there i don't know i don't know either that was i mean, a, that well, was I mean leon edwards is a top 10 ranked top guy three top three I mean, now yeah, but, well you're, you're saying that's a
2: lose lose for leon edwards yeah because if he loses
1: that like, fight this dude's he been lost to an unranked this guy this dude's been beating the shit out of people straight first round knockouts mm-hmm. but again, now you're gonna set me up but you beat that guy he's unranked so it's like why it doesn't it doesn't get him a title shot all right. it does is hype uh chavaya up to you know a top 15 rank and another big
2: fight yeah and, and then since then obviously booked and rebooked multiple times on the end of Shamiyev, who has had COVID and lingering COVID symptoms since then, there was rumors of his retirement. It's been a very tough COVID yeah. um, situation for him um, since then, even past that, because he's fought at both welterweight and middleweight. He was rumored to have declined a fight with R- Luke Rockhold, and that was a big thing because Shamiyev was taking fights. He was like, "I'll fight anybody," and then he actually. His management team and him, he declined the Rockhold fight. Yeah, that was a very interesting.
0: That was my kind of problem with it all. It's like, dude, you're walking through everyone. Like, challenge yourself. Yeah. Like, I think he's Rockhold's past his prime. Like, that's a good fight.
2: It's a big name, but in his camp's defense, they want him to fight at welterweight. But again, I still think that would have been a big stepping stone to bigger and better things. Oh, huge. Rockhold is a former champ regardless of what he's done in the last couple fights. He's
1: still a former champ. No, I, I'm name. excited because, you, like you said, in 2020, the guy was electric. He was knocking dudes out. Mm-hmm. He was calling out everyone. Um, so it's just nice to get him back because I think he's good for the sport. So yeah. I think he comes in another first, second round knockout again, and we get him into a level of competition we want to see.
2: Right. Like, let's just say he he knocks out Liang Jiang, and they give him, like, a Bilal Muhammad.
1: I would you know love I mean? it, something yes. like that. Yeah. That would be, yeah. uh,
2: that, and that's a good step, right? Mm-hmm. Blah Muhammad's probably, in that, I think he's probably like nine to ten range right now, maybe eight. So I think that makes sense. Um, but real quick on Liang Jiang, he just came off a big knockout on Santiago Ponzanibio a couple months ago.
0: You were big on Ponzanibio.
2: I was a couple years ago. This he, I mean, no, he, he, had that, he had that long he injury had that history, super long layoff. Yeah, he was um, hurt for all those years. I mean, he was really good, and then he just he was father time. He was just ranked crushed four. Him. He had a ton of injuries, but then he ends up beating Miguel Baeza. But let's get back on Leong Jang. He knocks out Ponzinibbio. It looked really good he in looked, that it fight. It looked really good. Like, he, he like brought it to him, no problem. But I think this is, I mean, and Leong Jang, his last loss is to Neil Magny, who's ranked, you know, like number five. So it's not like this is a, a pushover fight. Like this guy is pretty legit. It's a good litmus
1: test to think, see, okay, yeah. Is, is Shamayev a top 15 guy? Or is he not? I think it's an opportunity for both. Yeah. I think Dana's giving that that fight kind of a lot of attention because the winner has a clear path after that oh, yeah definitely. no i think they're ranked after like the winners. winner of this ranked. ranked. yeah winner of
2: this is ranked they're gonna be in that 10 to 15 range and then keep progressing because yes. i think this is a really big stepping stone for both guys so i think it's a very interesting fight i'm more excited about this fight than i am the diaz lawler one. Oh, yeah for sure. the two announcements oh, very, oh yeah very much so yeah. i mean obviously moving on to other bigger fights i mean we've got a ton of big fights coming up that will break down um a little bit more in depth they're obviously gone and lewis is coming we got the return of amanda Nunes. So there's a lot of good things that come with the UFC News. So wait up on that. But let's get into UFC 264. Obviously, we talked about it at the top. We had McGregor Poirier. There was a huge build-up to this fight, the 1-1 grudge match. Um, we'll get into that in a second, but let's talk Sean O'Malley. Let's talk Sean O'Malley, Chris Moutinho, who ended up kind of being, in a way, the star of the card. Chris Moutinho?
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, no, you know, I I agree. With
2: that. Maybe not the star, but kind of like the I don't know if it's the right word, but like kind of like the darling of the card, where people love that guy at the end of it, where you're like, I think he wow, de- he impressive. Developed,
1: he developed a fan base. Yes, gained a lot of respect from you know other fighters and fans. Um, he took the fight what's five day notice, six day notice, yeah, it was like a week and a half or something. It was his USC debut, mm-hmm. and he absolutely got pieced apart. That's the one thing I'll say is I, I absolutely just, pieced apart. It was
2: insane, actually. Here's what I'll that say That he did it. not drop. Like, I get the respect for him, like, and you have to reward him because of that. But that was not the fight of the night. No. Absolutely. No. But they gave it fight of the night. Yeah. And it's like, the guy ate 300 plus punches. Like, come on. It was one-sided. Did Super guys, one-sided. Yeah. I mean, but landed
1: like maybe three good punches. Do you see the fucking medical report after that?
0: No. What do you got? O'Malley broke both his hands. He can't fight for six months medically, because he broke both of his fucking hands, and like his ankles are fucked up too. I mean, he's always hurt, but like, yeah, he. I mean, he landed 250 strikes. Yeah, two he, fractures in each hand. He, so
2: I mean, he thoroughly Medic, beat the shit out of the guy. The guy can take a punch for six months. This guy play
0: is
1: play. a rock of a head. That's what we learned. The guy can take a punch, but at the end of the day, like, but did he show you anything that's like you're gonna go watch his next fight? Like, you know why I would say yes
0: because. It wasn't like you like he was a punching bag. don't get me wrong. But he threw a couple bombs where it was like He's tough.
1: We've yeah, to like he's tough. Like he's tough. Like he he's gonna make a, a like not a name for himself, but But he couldn't get O'Malley to the ground, like But O'Malley's levels.
2: We'll talk O'Malley in a second. I know CY's got a lot of opinions about O'Malley, but Cruz Moutinho I think I think this is his opportunity to like just build on a very short career that I think he will have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you had a you had a very high profile fight here with Sean O'Malley. Go make your money, bro. Make your money with these next four fights because you damn well might be cut soon. Like let's yeah. be honest. Like, th- does this guy have any shot to the title? Never. If he builds his brand, build your brand. Right, Dana now. will give him. Uh, you know, a fight similar to this. Give, give him a debut fighter. and w- Yeah. Give yourself some fucking good nickname and a walkout song that people are going to relate you with and then have some Write it for about brawls, a year and a half. Have some good brawls and then write off to cool the sunset coach forever.
0: I was fucking cracking up at the post-fight picture that DC posted. How like DC posted like, he was just there eating ice cream sandwiches. Well, he's like, shit. you're the
2: toughest motherfucker. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, just,
0: he's probably just like, DC, get the fuck out of my face, well, dude. Well, dude, his
2: eyes, it's he like, couldn't even see.
0: Like, DC, <laughs> like, get the fuck. I guess, you know, he, he's a he's a coach. Yeah. And he was in class the next day. Mm-hmm. And he was teaching. You know, those little assholes were probably like, what happened to your face? Like, dude, his eyeballs <laughs> like, were. Do you, you know,
1: got beat up? So bad.
2: Like, he was getting beat up so bad. But.
1: Damn near 300 <laughs> punches to my dome.
2: Anyway, so hey, that's get Moutinho. Get your bonus,
1: bro. Wish, wish the kid
2: the best of luck moving forward but let's talk Sean O'Malley guy gets another knockout win against another guy a, a, it's a TKO technically it's a TKO um, they shouldn't have stopped it. anyway um, another TKO technical knockout whatever um, but again it's a debuting UFC guy even the guy who was supposed to fight Louis Smoke was not a ranked guy based on what we've seen so far to Sean O'Malley what's your impression of him CY? He, I mean,
0: he did everything. He he did everything right in this fight. The guy just didn't get knocked out. You know what I mean, he was just punching a brick wall. all night. Like, he almost finished it in the first round. He did everything he was supposed to do. I mean, even when it, it got a little, like, sketchy, you can see, like, he got a little tired. And it got to the point where he's like, what the fuck is going on? He was still precise on his striking. He still looked good. It was nice to see him go, even though he wasn't pushed at all, still nice to see him go deep and like see if he can withstand need some rounds. Yeah, I mean he threw fucking so <laughs> many goddamn punches. I just it, it take off the training wheels now. Like take off the training wheels off and let him go fight. Because that's what Dana's doing. They're putting training wheels on him. But he
1: tried. No, he, when when that initial fight backed out, he tried no, he did. to get everybody in that ring. But they need to like
0: make even when they I don't know. I think they got to give him someone that makes sense for both parties. And he needs to fight a ranked opponent. Like, well, he has to do yeah, it.
2: Yeah, we talked about it last podcast. I don't think it's O'Malley's fault that he's not fighting ranked guys. I think let's it's, be honest. Yeah, it's, I don't either. I don't think it's, it's his it's fault It's Dana. Either. It's the UFC. They, they, they see... Yeah, let's not say McGregor 2.0, but they see uh, a well, McGregor-adjacent fighter. And that's what I'm they saying. They see is the it, star power, they see the quality, and they want to see victories under his belt before they give him a killer.
0: And that's what I'm saying. The train wheels come off from the UFC. Like, the UFC needs to take him off of. give, like, give them. Give him Cheeto back. He, but, he already has a following, right? So, like, let let him go Ryan. now. If he's going to be a champion. Let him revenge
2: his loss. Let's not say who you think next, but how good do you think he is? Do you think he is at that top? let's just say 10 caliber in the bantamweight division top five maybe what do you think so who's five in bantamweight right now let's just say pedro munoz frankie edgar's right there if jose aldo's like six like it's i Bantamweight division is f- stupid loaded i'm gonna say i'm gonna say no okay uh
0: those guys are tough because they're such seasoned vets you know what i mean but munoz i think
2: i think that's a good fight like jimmy rivera isn't right in that mix like Marab Divashvili,
1: like, Cody Stamen, uh, You know a what? Deep ass. Yeah, I'll G. take Vashvili's back a little guy. bit what I said. I think he could go and make that a good fight. Mm-hmm. Ricky Simone. Like, he belongs in, in that conversation. I actually like that with those fight. guys. Ricky Simone. So that was someone that I, I like going that back fight. and
2: forth. But Simone, I don't think, could make 135 with, like, that weak period, they said.
1: But
0: O'Malley's a motherfucker, man. Like, not, not just his antics and everything. Like, the actual fighter, like, he's long. He's like long. he's long and he's precise yeah but the injuries kind of worry me if he can withstand you know
1: we saw it he lost a fight because he fucking twisted sink or whatever mm-hmm. it was but and we also saw him not successful on the ground so that i mean that worries me as well would yeah but those strikers they, a lot of we're gonna talk about sanhagen sanhagen the same way like yeah we didn't even
2: talk about sanhagen and dillashaw yeah you know it's it's the deepest it was one of the deepest divisions um, so who do you like next for him? You like a ranked guy kind of in that five to 10 range? Uh, like closer to eight to 10, eight to 10. I think like eight to 10, maybe even like 11, 12, but I think he
0: deserves
1: eight to 10. He deserves it. Yeah. Like yeah. whoever's eight to you 10, right kind now? of
2: same around that range.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to, at this point, because like you said, he's all the, all the guys under 15, he's going to do this. Yeah. I think it's, you know I mean, he's he belongs dude. in the top 10. So give him a give him the guy that's gonna get him there, but don't give him like the fight he's gonna go get his ass kicked. Yeah, if, if they fed him to like I said, Marab, no, then it would be a long you, night. You can't do it yet.
0: Even like Aldo
2: and
1: I think Edgar needs- would
2: fucking tear him up. I think
0: they're just too experienced. I think he's a better fighter right now than those guys are. Like I think he tears apart Aldo. I think Edgar. But, uh, I think Edgar might just wrestle. the wrestles him.
2: Here, here's what I see for. Um, I guess Aldo could fucking just twist his knee off too, but he could kick his ribs in. Um, I honestly, I think Sean O'Malley is one win away from fighting for a title. No way. So
1: you think here's they get okay? They why. have to give him. They're like gonna
2: give him Aldo Edgar. They're gonna give him like Frankie Edgar, or Aldo at like four or five. Give him the big. I think that's where they're at. Give him the big name, a, a veteran that's a little older. He's gonna win that fight. And then he fights for the belt. What fights do we have lined up in in the top of that division? You've got Munoz, Aldo. You've got sandhagen Dillashaw. That's the number one contender fight. And then you've got uh, the top, Peter Jan and uh, Sterling, Sterling, which is going to be end of October.
0: I mean, we don't have it written down, but let's talk really quick. Two seconds. Who's your pick for that fight night this week? San no, we're gonna sure. get into that
2: later. That's way too much.
0: Oh, I we guess. have it on there. Yeah, I have it on here. Oh, okay, okay. There's a lot. Come oh, okay. on, it's still a shock. Oh, I thought you were gonna do it. I thought we were, no, we're about getting so into it. All right. But, it two seconds, but bro. My, I was like, my God. thing is Shawn. I thought Maddie. we didn't have it this much. And here's
2: and here's why. He's still unranked. Yes, but he's an unranked bantamweight fighter fighting a UFC debut guy, and he's still on a main card with Conor McGregor on it. Like he ain't no prelim fighter. I mean, there was prelim fights that were. Way more competitive and well, had ranked guys well, let's, on it. Let's be honest. It's Sean O'Malley.
0: A lot of people were looking forward to this fight more than ninety percent of the fights. Besides the like, if you would have said to the average UFC fan, "Who are you? Look, what fight are you looking forward
2: to besides the McGregor fight on this card?" They might say Sean O'Malley just to see him. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the point is I think rankings in the UFC they're not overrated, but where you fight on that UFC card I think matters a lot. And I think yeah. Dana White saying I'm going to put Sean O'Malley. On this main card, you know, third from the top, third, second from the top, whatever he was against a UFC debuting fighter, he is the show. Like he is saying, he is the show, and they put him on stage with Conor McGregor. I think it makes a lot of sense for him to catapult a lot of guys. And I'm not saying it's not going to piss people off, but I'm telling you, it's good business for Dana White and good for the UFC. And I think and I think fights Edgar next or
0: something like that's
2: nuts. It's a big fight, and and I think you know I love my Frankie Edgar. I think he might be done. Um, but that's that's been the fight that's been talked about most is him and Frankie Edgar. They're oh. unranked. He's at five. You're not fucking Frankie Edgar's block off. I really hope not, but we'll see. I, I, I see that personal route. I think Dana would be 100% fine with that too. Give him
1: Aldo or Frankie, the big name that's yep.
2: aging. Yep. You beat them. I think Dana's we'll scared talk about as fuck it. for that fight. I don't. I think he'd be scared for Aldo, because Aldo is still very dangerous with his hands. But he's dangerous in that weight class. I think Frankie is a little past it, and I think Dana kind of feels that, and I think that's a fight that he would make. All right. That weight class is sick. That weight class is dumb-packed. So let's talk McGregor-Poirier. Obviously, this was the big fight. We talked about the grudge match, 1-1 going into it. Um, let's talk about the buildup one, because obviously fight one, it was bad guy McGregor on the buildup. You know, a lot of passion in his talk, you know, he's doing it for the Irish, doing it for the homeland very genuine fight two nice guy connor yeah nice guy connor poirier ends up winning knockout and then this third connor we get like bloodthirsty ruthless connor yeah. like dumb dumb like shit, saying shit connor well even what poirier you, too
0: like poirier was not a happy guy with connor going into this before the shit talking yeah because of the whole donation
2: the whole donation yeah to yeah, I mean, fundraiser. McGregor did the side thing. He donated to, like, the Boys and Girls Club of Louisiana, just not, not his one. It's another side, you know, yeah, he's deking, whatever. Right. But what did you guys think of McGregor's antics on this one? Fair or foul? Um, Before
0: the fight, it was fair. I mean, whatever. Oh, you thought it was fair? Before the fight, I mean.
2: I mean, he was still going, yeah, it talking was, about the wife's
0: DMs. Yeah. That stuff
2: was still happening before that. People forget that. That he, stuff wasn't just after.
0: No, it was before. It yeah, was, he said it he was, was going to kill him. He
2: screenshotted it.
0: Yeah, I mean. The killing thing is we pissed off Poirier, and I get that, but he's just playing mind games before the fight. Mm-hmm. It was the f- antics after that we'll talk about later, it's, but I don't know. I mean, that's Connor's just what he's doing.
1: Foul. You think it's too far? Um, you're saying comments like if that's if that's how you feel, that's what – I get it's like mind game. You want to play this game, but if that's how you feel. That's how you're going to talk. Like at the end of the day, you're in a sport. So just go fucking street fight. Mm-hmm. That, like you're saying kid. you're saying like words like okay we'll meet right there outside the locker room throw him a few times like that's the words he's saying this is kind of like a guy i know <laughs> not not like in street fight would be the same result anyways yeah like mm-hmm. legit you're kill yeah no he was saying bringing words, family bro. into it kill him in those sleep. are like hey as soon as i see you we're fighting not like Oh, uh, the ref's going to say, hey, touch gloves. You don't touch gloves. Yeah. No, 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 no. As soon as I see you. That's like there needs to be a cop involved. Yeah. 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 You know, backstage, press conference. Whenever I see you, we're fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Those what are it, the words used, I think. And he's always kind of played that game. He's been disrespectful. This was just like. It seemed even further than I with th- the Khabib I, stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I To, think to be it, honest with I, you. I honestly felt like it was a little further. It seemed a little further.
2: I mean. My biggest thing it's not so much what he said. I personally think it's kind of how he said it. It this did not feel like genuine Conor McGregor to me. That's that was my problem with it is I think yeah, he wasn't it, trying it to seemed, be funny. It seemed forced in a lot of ways to me where I feel like before McGregor when you see the build up and the rise he actually believed what he was saying. You know what I mean? Like he was like I'm going to knock out Jose Aldo in the first Jose Aldo, is what he called him in the first yeah. round. In Barcelona and do it in Rio de Janeiro and get it done. Like and it and it felt real. This one just felt so forced to me and like the the hard work and the genuine aspect of McGregor back then it just felt real to me. Now it doesn't feel real. It's almost like we're like getting a we're getting like a bad case of sushi with him now. You yeah, know what I mean like it, it just stinks now. Like I just don't like it anymore. I think he's done. Yeah, I mean well let's so he snaps his leg the first round personally for me I thought it was at least somewhat competitive a lot of they, they scored it at 10-8 two judges I see it at 10-9 but I think it was very obvious the route to victory Poirier was going to go with I think Poirier was going to get it done in the long run regardless he snaps his shin um and then the antics kept going right like we talked about it's the same shit I'm going to kill you in your sleep you know what uh, this is not over which again big promoting tool a lot of people are talking about that but it just kept going it was just nonstop.
0: Yeah, I mean, people say going around this is the best possible outcome for Connor because he was going to lose anyways. I don't know if I agree. I mean, he looked like an idiot post fight. He lost the first round. When the fight two, he won the first round and then got his fucking head knocked off in round two. So who's to say, was it like everyone I've even talked to or everyone that's even talking about it agrees that Connor probably wasn't going to win this fight? You know, he had two and a half minutes left to win that fight. Mm -hmm. And he already got beat up in the first round, whereas before he won a first round and then still gassed out and got beat up in round two. I mean, regardless,
1: a second round is still needed, like, you know, in that situation. No, we got robbed of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah.
0: I mean, we got robbed of it, but I still don't think this... I don't agree with the argument that this was good for Conor, like... It, yeah,
1: it's, it's terrible for everyone. It was not good for I Connor. mean it's it's whatever for Dustin. Well, it,
2: it's, it's it's not even good or bad. It's kinda like uh it just shows like he's gonna get the top shot. Anyway. It
1: just shows
0: Dustin's Dustin's going one way and Connor's going another way. Okay.
2: Yeah. Interesting. But I mean, regardless, Connor has since posted videos online saying that the UFC has known about it. He's posted videos of um, him taping his ankle, posted videos of him training with shin stuff on. Is this a bad look for the
1: UFC, kind of with Conor revealing that they knew about this prior injury? No, no, because if Connor's saving face on one end, like and kind of like throwing the UFC under the rug, but the UFC needs Conor. So do you think to same, a, to an extent? Well, I mean, we've seen some so I don't very, think it hurts the
2: UFC at all. Like but we've seen some very brutal, gruesome shin injuries. Yes. right. I mean what a couple months ago we saw chris weidman go down the anderson silva one still rings you know true to everybody we saw that when we were kids and now we get this one with conor mcgregor these are huge stars do we think there needs to be some kind of regulation if the ufc knows about something not allowing fighters to fight like they've done it before with like weight cuts but they haven't really
1: like stepped in i mean i think they did with
2: max holloway with a concussion before
1: i think I, i yes but at the same time you know how much money they lose if he doesn't fight. If he doesn't but, fight. But it's not even about that. Like, when we yeah, had... Yeah, it's about that. Well, we had our guy Munoz in here. Like, he even said, like,
0: they go through fucking extensive tests and extensive
1: different But it might be di- it might be different for the headliner who brings in the most pay-per-views ever. Well,
0: no, no shit. They're going to fucking do whatever they can to get him on the ring. And I get that part of it. Like, but at the same time, Connor's not like, I can't fight. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to go get paid, too. True.
2: Well the thing with Connor that we talked about, he's never pulled out of a fight. And that was like one of his big reasons is he has a lot of pride in that. He has never missed a weight, he's never pulled out of a fight, he's never injured. If this was this true, is kind of a legitimate one. If this was true,
0: he's even more stupid than I thought he was by throwing as many kicks as he did in that first
2: round. Yeah, that I mean, not only did he throw a bunch fair. of kicks,
0: he tried to fucking take him to the ground like go to the ground. Like he pulled He, pulled he
1: had a deep pulled. guillotine.
0: It wasn't that deep. Orius no, like, said it was kinda kind of deep. It was kinda deep. But he was never – like, dude, anyone in this room think that he was going to finish him by guillotine in the first round? So, like,
2: maybe, like, five seconds Not even life. no. Poria like, said he was like – he's like, I kind of – he, like, I welcomed the guillotine and kind of thought, like, okay, he'll pull and I'll just get on top and pound him. He's like – but then at one point I was kind of like, oh, shit. But then I got out and it's cool.
1: Yeah, but a, lot, like, of people, a, whole, a lot of like, people – a lot of people saying Dustin cheated with the – No, that's fair. The leverage of the toe into the cage. No, that's fair. But then, like Connor was pulling inside, his fucking gloves inside the gloves yeah. for the upkick,
0: and he was doing that, Khabib too. Oh, that's yeah. what Khabib was... Khabib's always
2: complained about that yeah. one too. I mean, <laughs> fuck,
0: dirty fucker, dude. Regardless,
2: yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, like we talked about, Connor pulls in big pay per views. This is the number two pay per view of all time, right behind the Connor Khabib one. So it's tough. It's like from the U.S. UFC perspective, I do think there needs to be some kind of regulation on this because. I think it's bad. It's a bad look when guys are splitting their shins in half on the UFC cage. It's not good. It's not a good look. It's not so good, especially yeah. if it's something like that where we've seen it multiple times and it puts guys out for a while. I almost think there needs to be some kind of regulation. We're talking Dana's superstars. Like. And Dana also said he said yes. We knew about it, and we also he I guess he petitioned to be able to tape his ankles or spat his ankles for the thing, and they agreed, and he still didn't do it. So. It's a lot of back and forth right now. It's a it's a tricky situation. To it's me this is a conversation is, that doesn't need to happen in this room. It's like way above us obviously. So, to me what this is is like it's revealing
0: like this is what my argument been against Connor and I've had this argument with Kevin, I've had it with our other buddy is this is what Connor deserves. And not the snapped ankle,
2: the Khabib's thing. Good versus evil.
0: No, it's not that.
2: (laughs) But hey, that's what he said.
0: I love Connor. I've always enjoyed Connor. But my beef with Connor from the beginning has been he made a decision: chase money or chase your legacy. And from the beginning, he's chased money. Like Uh. once he got his belts. He was like it was about legacy at first. At first, yeah, cuz he and, had no money. And that's what
2: I'm talking but about. But then the money started coming in. But, it was like, give me yeah, as much of that. Yeah, then he took Floyd boxing. But that was my took, point with the genuine. Took years that's off. The, like, the genuine McGregor is gone. That's what I said. He yeah. he was very genuine when he won both his belts. Since the Floyd fight, since then it's been all about himself, well, then, and all about and then understand else.
0: when you you're you're out of your prime now, guy, like it's proven. No one can argue me that he's still in his prime. Mm-hmm. Like lost three of his last four fights. Like he's out of his prime. So that whole argument is... So, that's what you're going to get, Connor. You're not going to get your best performance because you decided to go fucking box for a bunch of millions, which I'm good with. You know, you want to go do that, that's fine. But you need to fucking sit here and take these L's and stop telling people you're going to shoot them in the head. Because guys like Dustin Poirier are going to come fuck you up. And even he said after the fight, he goes, we're going to fight again, whether it's in the ring or it's in the street. And... Love that. He's like... I love you that. Don't, you don't get away with the shit you said about, like, my I'm all, family. I'm all like. In on those... Like, he just, and to me, if Conor's serious about like wanting to build up his legacy back up, go through the ringer, dude. I know you make a lot of money. He, go I, fight some other fuckers. I agree. He does not even deserve Dustin when no, he comes back.
2: No, even if Dustin loses Oliveira, he doesn't deserve Dustin. No, Dustin'll okay. be champ.
1: Let, let's let's
2: talk. We'll, this will be the last McGregor thing. We'll move on to Dustin. What's next for Conor McGregor?
0: Fucking get your foot sewed back on.
1: I mean, I don't know. Like, I think. Go box Pacquiao or fight Jake Paul. You think Paul. he's a celebrity boxer now? Yeah. No, leg- yeah. like legit. I'm thinking of someone in the top ten versus Conor, and I have I've honestly have no faith anymore. Wow.
0: I think he comes back.
2: I think he has enough. Really? I think he has enough pride to do it. It's either like I almost think he has too much pride to do it. Like he won't he won't take a three round co main event.
0: Then he's done. If he doesn't he does yeah. do that, then he's done. Dan Hooker, he bought a big yacht today, so
2: I saw that.
1: Dan Hooker, you love
2: Dan Hooker. Take <laughs> Dan a Dan wins take that a, fight.
1: Take a Dan we'll Hooker fight. Dan if Hooker. you don't want to take, yeah. you don't want to talk about Dan Hooker. You don't want to take that fight. Go be your celebrity boxing. Jake Paul might put a number on you. Who oh knows? Oh my god. Okay. No, fuck Connor. No, yeah, you know, honestly, you know,
2: I think would be best for Connor. He needs to become an actor, like GSP. Yes, he needs to go GSP, Ronda Rousey like a guy richie film in like london snatch Lockstock, two smoking barrels if anyone watches those movies tell me you wouldn't you wouldn't you'd watch conor mcgregor in a movie 100 that'd be
1: fucking spendables five yeah exactly
2: he's got the tats he's got a, he's got a good look you know i would I mean? love connor in a European movie
1: oh i love accent. him commentating on
0: fights that'd be fucking great like or, put, yeah or put, McGregor put him with joe rogan, with joe and in, joe D.C. rogan
2: D.C. in dc yeah why not
0: i'd be get, down with that get dominic cruz's little bitch ass out of there
2: yeah, I like you're Chris. gonna piss off a lot of people.
1: We have a lot of fans yeah. that like Don Cruz I like Don Cruz That's <laughs> alright. He's, all right. like, he's
2: fine. I, I think I'm Connor. I think Connor needs to find something new. I think he's it'd no be Paul awesome. Calder. I would love to see him. I would love to see Connor in a movie. I think that'd be fucking awesome, actually.
1: A movie <laughs> announcing celebrity boxing. Just something. I'm
2: with I, it. I don't want him boxing Jake Paul yet. All right. Um, what's next for Poirier? I mean, we've talked about it. This was obviously they've already talked. Said it's happening with Oliveira. What
0: date? Give me a date. Don't put your fucking hands up The guy who
1: picked fucking Connor on the oh, show. Shit. Oh, sorry, dude. You didn't stick with I your guy. Apologize to my guy. You didn't stick to your guy. We apologize. We're over it. We had beer. All right. We're chilling. Poirier would forgive you. We know he would.
2: I know. He'd forgive you, and he has. He's a great guy. You think he fights Oliveria? Well, he does. Yeah, he, he fights it. Who wins that fight? His early prediction. I've been on
0: Oliveira from the beginning, and my prediction was he's asked to belt in 2021. But Poirier is on such a different level right now.
2: He looked like... We didn't talk about him much like because it was only one round, and he won that round. He looks so good. But he looked fucking big. He looked big, strong, and fast.
0: He looked so fast. Like, because Connor... it's always
2: Connor's speed and precision. Yes.
0: Dustin Connor missed punches fast. Like,
1: he threw some punches that he missed. And yeah. I was like, hey, Dustin looked like he can just ground and pound him to oblivion. He was strong. He looked very strong. He looked quick. And he's uh, always
2: been a big lightweight, but. He looked bigger. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, he looked bigger. He looked bigger. I
0: legitimately. think legitimately. I I don't know how you can pick against him. So who him. are you
2: picking? Us uh, uh, yeah. Dustin?
0: I mean, I've, I've been on Oliveira from the beginning. I love Oliveira. And I think Oliveira deserves a lot of credit. I don't know. I mean, after the, it's, the late, latest thing is we haven't seen Oliveira in a few months. So we saw Dustin two weeks. So it's
1: like Dustin looks so a little good. bit of recency All,
2: bias you're saying. But at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, think about it. Oliveira knocked
1: out Michael All, Chandler. Oliveira no that is a true champion. Oof. He has great Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he showed that he can. Hands. He can bang with big dudes. Got some nasty hands. Um, yeah, nasty hands. But I will, whether I think it or not, I'll never pick against the Diamond again.
0: Oof. and I, I'm when we get to that fight, it might be a completely different story. For it me. could be. It could be. I don't know. They're both. I the love both guys. Opening odds
2: were close. I saw like they had opening preliminary odds, yeah. and it was like a 130, 140 for Dustin. Minus. Makes sense. So it's very even, and that's like a one, you know, twenty for all of area, so it's yeah, very that's, close. Pretty, that's almost a pickup. and it would almost bet that way too yeah. to a pickum. So I it's gonna be a tough fight. I would have Dustin just based on honestly how he looked in that last first round. I mean, he's looked great in his last three performances and he gave Khabib probably the best fight. So and, and Chandler it'll be a great Chandler
1: fight. did damage in that first round
2: against no, Oliveira so. and give Oliveira credit for the chin and him eating those punches mm-hmm. in the first round so and I mean they we can talk about Dustin a lot but the good thing about him is we'll, we'll be able to talk about him more yes. so we can definitely you know follow up with more Dustin talk later but I mean they were talking resume like Hall of Fame like I mean <laughs> one of the best damn resumes of all time and it's it's awesome to see from such a true UFC guy like him like being a grinder yeah. through the UFC. It's awesome to see that he's finally getting that success he I, deserves. I would
1: love to see that belt
2: around him by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, let's move on to what we had last weekend. We had Islam Makachev taking on Tiago Moises. Um, Makachev obviously a huge favorite. He I think he closed at a mi- he opened up like a minus six fifty. Closed at like a minus seven hundred.
0: I saw eight hundred on some.
2: Eight hundred on some. Yeah. Wow. Either, either way, I mean, he's been billed as the next Khabib. He wins this fight via submission in the third round or fourth round, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, one or the other. Khabib's in his corner. Is this the ne- Is this Khabib 2.0? Are we looking at fuck the next no. lightweight champion? Get the fuck out of here with that! Is that like for real? You. Everyone's saying it. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that. But everyone is saying that. This is Khabib. He trains with Khabib. He has the same style, same techniques. That's uh, all everyone. Just because you train training
0: Michael Jordan and you fucking
1: copy Michael Jordan doesn't mean you're fucking Michael Jordan, right? Okay. True. That that was a really good comparison, but I actually it was going to give Moses a lot more credit than people gave him. I'm with that. Uh he had he had a really good ground game. He was I mean, he was he was pretty fluent. I mean, Islam obviously out-muscled him, out wrestled them. Stronger. Was just stronger. Yeah. Um You see they moved his S to 5. Yeah. yeah. Could he be the next Khabib? no that was just in that but could he fight for the belt yes
2: yeah yes he could yeah i i'm Absolutely. I'm, with, I'm with that take i think he's he, khabib is he's proven himself to be another level of caliber he's kind of goat tier in a way he's not the goat but he's goat tier so, you know what i mean yeah so that's khabib islam i think definitely has a chance especially given the landscape of the lightweight with like the aging veterans kind think of falling out now that, i think he'll be in that top seven for a long yeah, time like you have like the fergusons aging themselves yeah. out you've got the rda's aging themselves out mcgregor's aging aged himself out you know what I mean? you've got guys now falling out and you have him kind of younger guy coming up through the ranks i definitely can see him fighting for the belt sooner rather than later yeah. i don't i'm not saying he be, wins i take poirier in that fight personally but um i mean we're all i don't, i don't think well, he's top four really I think Chandler and Hooker beat him, uh, and Geese. So who actually. do you
1: who do you give him next? I think any of those five guys fucking knock his block. What off. about Daryush? Uh, That's a good fight. That's the I, one Dana I, said. I would like a Darush Islam because those are the next two guys. Are like okay, whoever wins that gets the probably, probably I love top the contender shit fight said about his
2: ass today. Oh Hooker, yeah. So little background is. Dan Hooker called him out and said like fuck it I'll fight this guy next like you know what I mean Ooh, it was, well, let's yeah go. Hooker said that he's like let's well, go let's, do let's it. go motherfucker Ooh, let's they, go. they asked Islam after the press conference and said what do you think of Dan Hooker he's he's called you out said that he'll take that fight because the biggest narrative is Islam saying no one wants to fight him so Dan Hooker was like let's fucking go then motherfucker let's, run let's, run let's it. do it yeah, yeah. so then uh, Makachev's response when he's lost uh, like three out of his last six fights um, this his name doesn't do anything for my career moving forward. Besides his loss, are Chandler and Dustin? Yeah, the last two. Yeah, and then he, and then Islam then says he'll fight Tony Ferguson next, and or RDA and Hooker's like, wait,
1: Tony? Tony Ferguson's lost three straight. Tony, you're done. really gonna say that shit? Yeah. Tony's like, done,
2: and, and and you're looking for easy. I wouldn't fights. be
1: surprised. Tony caught him with the elbow to end his career. So Tony's not off. physical enough anymore. To Tony, do that. Would,
0: oh, he knows he'd, he'd win the, both those fights. Yeah,
1: that's why. Give him. Go
2: fight Hooker. You want to be a man? Give and him go, Hooker. Daru. Go bang in the ring. I rain. would love those matchups. Hooker Daru should be tough matchup. You don't. You
1: don't deserve Gaethje yet. You don't deserve uh, Chandler yet.
2: So, right, and that's the other thing is I'm with you. I think Tiago Moises put up a way better fight than everyone expected. Yeah. But Tiago Moises was ranked like 15. like, And even that 15, because yeah. I thought he lost the fight to Bobby Green two fights ago. So yeah. it, it was a very, giving let's him, say, sketchy top 15 Giving fight.
0: him
1: Darius but, I think is the highest you can go. Yeah, that's uh, Hooker's, three.
0: Hooker's one of the scariest guys I'd want to fight right now because of his such poor performance. Yeah. That was so uncharacteristic of him mm-hmm.
2: against Chandler. And he knows it. Oh, he's Dan, he's Dan ready hooker, to go to war. He is
0: hungry. He's ready to go to war, and What's he with knows Hooker Boner. I love Hooker. Come so hard hard on, love... for Hooker. He puts I on fights love... of the year. Is
2: it because of the Poirier fight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. For, Why not? For me, that's what got me. Like, <laughs> see, me, I, I'm on Hooker because of the Felder fight before that one. <laughs> so, he, went, yeah. he went, five with Felder, and it was a hard five. Same, was, same kind of five. No, it's yeah. the same guy. You know, I'm yeah, I'm just saying, like, like you guys like have a lot of recency on him, but like. Hooker is, is, he's fucking good. He's, he's good, fucking good He's good enough to we'll knock see. out the champion and bad enough to be 10. Yeah, he's pretty unpredictable. Right, And he yeah. fights out so, of city kickboxing
1: with Adesanya Yeah. and Volkanovsky. Like, he's in a good fucking Oh, gym too. you 100% told me he was going to fight for a title. Like, next week, I'd be like, well, there's a chance he knocks him out. Yeah. All right, so, so I love that about a guy. Yeah, that's Islam. Obviously, a lot to see with him in the future because he
2: did have Khabib in the corner. There's a lot of, um, you could say, a lot of people overestimating what he's going to be doing in the future. So more to come there. My girl, Misha Tate comes back. Cupcake bombs. Bombs. <laughs> that, that's my comp on her. That's, that's it. Cupcake um, bombs. She, she gets the win. She gets a, a ground-and-pound victory over Mari and Renault. Um, Renault, who's a 44 year old, never been finished, right? Never been finished. Retires on the mat afterward. We saw that coming. What did you guys think of her? Do you think she looked good? And what's next?
1: I think it she, was called, a, she called out, says she wants to go for the belt. I think it was a perfect fight to come back into. Yeah, especially after having a kid and taking some time off. It's a perfect fight. um it Didn't prove much to me though. I mean, no, like prove that you can beat should, a 44 year old on sh- our last fight. Misha Tate's definitely. a superstar, so like. Give her a superstar fight and see if she's back. I think that, this I, is this I didn't prove that she's
2: back. No, I don't. I mean, it proved that she can beat. She can fight. She it proves to me that she's like a top ten in that division. Honestly, yeah, like, that's all approved. Like it's me. all approved. Yeah. Honestly, that she she can still bang. But a little she bit. used. She to, didn't look great on the feet. She used to be a superstar.
1: No, oh, she was a UFC champ, dude. Just then, just she give was it a smoke. Give she, it she, to her. You know, she was hey, a smoke. She was able to win some fights.
2: She bombs. choked out Holly Holm.
1: Bombs. Make make break. Give her a top. I want Top girl. Don't give her the title. because I think if the UFC lock.
2: wants to capitalize on the hype again, give her Holly Holm again. The Ooh. rematch. Because she choked out Holm to win I the belt. I saw that. I actually yeah. saw that. I think that's what you got to do. Everyone, people
0: were talking about that.
2: Because again, Misha Tate wants to go for the belt. Holm still ranked 2 or 3. Like That fight makes a lot of sense right now. That's
0: two big names. Two big names. Two names. Huge
2: names. Yeah. That would co-main
1: event. A lot of cards. Yeah, of course. They really would. That would be a huge fight. Two really big female fighters that have a lot of uh, a lot of hype, a lot a of lot fan of base. Yeah, big, a lot of wins. Big, big both. fan base. Both, both former champs. Yes.
0: Put it on the Dustin Olivera card.
2: <laughs> keep it in your pants. All right, keep it in your <laughs> pants. See why, Jesus. All right, let's talk about what's next to come. We got this weekend. We have got UFC 32 Vegas. We got the return of TJ Dillashaw. We are talking about it. I love it. Oh, we're talking about. It. We got the return of TJ Dillashaw and Corey sandhagen this is a massive fight and i can't express this enough because i'm a big tj dillashaw guy i know the rest of you guys are too and San- you're a big sandhagen guy sandhagen um and I, the way the ufc has been building this up it's been all tj dillashaw right the return former bantamweight champion which i get it that's huge but before we get into TJ Dillashaw, let's talk Corey sandhagen he's been i mean on terror.
1: he's been on a fucking terror. the guys fucking really good. He knocked like, really good he knocked out a fan
2: favorite knocked out my guy Frankie Edgar before that he knocked out Marlon Moraes, who was yeah. number the number one contender before him fought for the belt nasty knockout nasty dude. knockouts both of them a spin kick and then a mm-hmm. knee up the middle like that knee, disgusting was jump knee probably one of the knockouts of the year of 2021 taste dude. it I mean just disgusting so Corey Sanhagen is has some filthy striking and again, it's not getting talked about enough, but this guy's only lost in the UFC is to Aljamain
1: Sterling, who is the current champion. current champion by default. By champ. default.
0: Air champ. Because
1: Peter Young can't beat the shit out of someone normally. He's got to cheat too. Yeah. So, <laughs> that guy. Pitar. Piotr. 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 Yeah, get off my guy. So anyway,
2: dude. but I just want to make it clear that we should not be underestimating uh, Sandhagen in this fight. Because the, the UFC oh, yeah. isn't talking about it enough, and and I almost think maybe that's intentional because they want to build his name off of this Dillashaw fight potentially mm-hmm. if he wins. So, um, but don't count him out for the viewers. We'll, we'll get into picks and predictions later, but let's talk Dillashaw. Coming off a two-year USADA suspension for EPO, which for the viewers that don't know, this is the same performance enhancer that like Lance Armstrong has taken. Cracked his ass. Yeah, what it does is uh. It basically helps your cardio. It helps your red blood cells and gives more oxygen to your body. He said he used it for the weight cut to get down to 125. But in the end run, it is a huge cardio advantage, especially fighting in the UFC. That's that's a huge advantage. If you have a better cardio than somebody, you're, you're going to have a better chance of winning. So it's a very, very, um, it was a bad suspension. Two-year layoff. What do we think? Do we think that, I mean, at 35 years old also, mm-hmm. kind of going toward the end of your prime, if not past it, can he come off that layoff and get it done against the number one contender, who's who's got some nasty hands in Sandhagen?
1: Um, I don't think the lack of performer, uh, perform enhancing is going to affect him at all. Okay. Um, I. That's think, the question. So yeah. Yeah. So I think he's talented enough to not be phased by that. I think I'm more concerned with two years off than what's not in his bloodstream. Okay. Uh. So I. I'm. TJ all the way, but yeah. like as far as you know, it's the two year that bothers me more than I think anything else. Yeah, and so especially being at the age he is, he lost maybe championship years. Yeah, so that that kind of bothers me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, no, bes- but, but it's fair. But besides that, I'm not worried about anything else. See why? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean the layoffs obviously concerning, but you got to remember how good fucking TJ Dillashaw is at. at this stuff I mean he's world class wrestler like he's well rounded fighter he's a champion and he was kind of on that brink of going different ways when he got this suspension like you could have seen him like rising back up to being a champion or actually start that decline yeah so I don't know I think I'm with B like it's gonna be more about the layoff than it is the performance enhancing supplements but I'm interested to see – it's two years, so it's, it's a long time.
2: Well, let's – one thing I do want to talk about, I didn't mention this yet. Sanhagen, as it stands right now, is a minus 195 favorite. Sanhagen's a fucking warrior. Big favorite. I mean, but that's almost a two-to-one favorite o- over a former champion. That's yeah. That's significant. Yeah. Like, we got to talk – I mean, we talk betting and things like that all the time. and We talk, you know, quote-unquote home dogs. This, to me, feels like a home underdog. Like, you're telling me a former champion is a plus 170 dog? It's kind of crazy. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't touch this fight, because I could easily see Sanhagen walking right through him. But I could also see Dillashaw winning this in decision. So, I mean, this fight's very tricky, because we don't know what we're going to get. You know, if we get Dillashaw's best, what's his best at 35? Was it the same best he had when he was 30, 31 years old? Yeah, Or is it a different best? You know? And Sanhagen's trending in the right direction oh yeah so it's a tricky fight
2: it's a tricky fight and and tj dillashaw you gotta think about it he's going for the belt obviously that's always going to be the goal this would be his third title stint if he did it so yeah. that's also incredibly impressive he's able to come back and do it win the belt three different times that's incredible you got to put him i mean it sucks because his career will always be tainted because of this but that is still a very very impressive you know Run to do to get that belt three separate times in a career and, d- and defend them all three separate times. Probably if he were to get it, um, this fight comes down to a couple factors for me. One, Corey Sandhagen's striking, like we talked about, is another level, and it's very awkward and different. Like I said, the flying knee, the spinning back kick, like that stuff just doesn't happen. You know, I mean, he sets those up. He's very fluid with his striking. He moves well. So I think if Sandhagen wins, it has to be by knockout. And in the past, with TJ's losses, the Cejudo one, the most recent one that he had before the suspension was via knockout.
0: And Cejudo's not
2: early the same stoppage. striker as Sanhagen No, Hagen and Sanhagen's a lot more powerful, a lot longer, a yes. lot different. And and T, but the point is, you know, TJ does have questionable you could say durability, even if that was an early stoppage. It was still a knockdown. Yeah. And he, he's been hurt by Garbrandt. He won both those fights and came back, but he was knocked down on those fights as well. So the durability is in question, especially coming off a two-year layoff their durability only gets worse. We talk about things that UFC fighters lose with age. The first thing to go is the chin. So that does scare me moving into this fight. As far as advantages, I think TJ has, you said it before, see why he's, he's a NCAA wrestler. He's a former, he's a former all American wrestler um, down here in Southern California. So I think if, TJ wants to make it dirty and grimy, I think he can. And I think well, that he, might be his route to, to Because you've seen Sanhagen not be great on oh, his Al, take down. Aljermaine, defense. Aljermaine first round subbed him. Yeah. So that's the one route that I definitely think TJ will have an advantage. I think TJ can definitely have an advantage as far as like moving awkwardly, piecing him around, and doing things like that. But I don't think he wants to play that game with Sanhagen because I think Sanhagen's length and his power is gonna give TJ some problems if he wants to play that game. So I don't like that. I think tj wants to win this fight he needs to get it dirty take him down do some work down on the ground so i like tj by decision probably wow. um there's your pick yeah and i don't i don't see another route for him i don't think he can knock out sandhagen sandhagen's taking some big bombs before He's he's been in there with some really good guys so i don't see him knocking him out but i, I think tj by decision the question is god is that cardio it's a five-round fight yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna take a two-year layoff. You're a champion. I get it, but five-round five-round fight coming off a potential performance answer that helped you with your cardio. It's tough, and I think the odds are the odds are telling us that one ninety-five on Sandhagen. Sandhagen that seems very steep to me personally. I would I don't I think that's way too chalky. I think I like TJ by decision plus one seventy. Well, decision probably a lot more than that. So I like TJ in this fight. Probably low biased. <laughs>
1: All biasness. Yeah, TJ's back. Maybe back, baby. I think, uh, like you guys said, you guys said it perfectly. I think he's going to come into the first round and realize that Sanhagen could hurt him. Yeah, quickly, and then manipulate the fight how he wants the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. As long as in the first like I would say like minute and a half he doesn't get caught like really bad. Yeah, I think he'll change how he approaches the fight, takes him down a few times rubs him up against the cage i like five round decision tj Dillashaw. because
2: that's the San hagen's last two knockouts both first round
1: yeah get him out of that first round see why i was
0: so far hot or so high on tj going into this yeah and the more i've kind of breaking down this fight i've switched completely on Sanhagen, hagen and now i'm kind of like i'm so back and forth i can see it going both ways well you know?
2: the, the question is do you think Sanhagen hagen can knock out tj Dillashaw? oh
0: yeah yeah, I think then I think you're probably thinking he wins. I do, but I I also think that TJ can control his fight on the ground for five rounds. But it's not like TJ's not a grinder for a five round fight to me. Like, especially coming off two years. I think his durability has already been a question in the past. Now you can let him off for two years, no matter what you do, sparring rise and training, you're not gonna be able to prepare for a five round fight with a guy. So I'm gonna take Sanhagen second round TKO. Ooh. I All love right. that. It's kinda of nice.
2: All right. It's kind of nasty. Um, those are the picks. Obviously, it's going to be another great card. Coming event, we got Aspen Ladd and Macy Chasson. That's a really good fight. That's a title eliminator in the 135 pound division. Um, one fight that I definitely want to look at, Well, a couple of, one prospect, Kyler Phillips. Um, he beat Song Dong on the Adesanya card before it. Another really rising prospect in the bantamweight division. Another guy just in an absolutely loaded bantamweight division that I definitely think we should keep our eye out on. And personally, my favorite fighter on the card is Adrian Yanez. Another 135-er. Um, people are calling him young Jorge Masvidal, young game bread. Kind of looks like him, has filthy fucking boxing and hands so like So he him. talks
0: a lot of shit it's knocked out all the time? Not
2: really. Oh, my God. No. Okay, sorry. Let me, sorry. EY he... hates Masvidal. You he see hates him hates get knocked Hate out him. once in the last Literally five Literally only years. been knocked out once in his career
0: yeah i saw it like last fight he just got his fucking knock his block knocked off dude first <laughs>
2: anyway first guy let's see why he's he, the he's now. the bmf guy all right regardless guys adrian yanez he's he's in a really tough fight against randy costa but um i like adrian yanez i think he could definitely be a contender later on he's young he's like 26 27 two couple guys to look out for in these next couple of cards so that's the ufc picks and predictions hope you guys liked enjoyed um we had a couple good betting opportunities on our last couple of cards Moises, Makachev, a lot of chalk, hopefully you guys bet wisely. Um, And then the McGregor card, we did really well. The only one, um, you guys hit your locks with Burns and Nico Price did not hit. So for the most part, I mean guys, we were like one or two picks off. So hopefully you guys are paying attention to the Instagram and listening to these picks because we're making some good money. And again, shout out to my boy spinning back picks on the IG. Give him a follow, give him a like. He was up, you know, plus 10 units on the last couple of cards. So definitely some money to be made there. Him and I are always shooting it back and forth. And uh, appreciate the love. So that is our UFC
0: talk. A um, lot of good information there. A lot of good breakdown. It's the best, man. We just get it every weekend, so you know we got to be able to talk about it and we're into it. it's um, coming. So now it is time for our Golden Road drink of the day, and this one this one was very special to be. So I'll let him take the reins on it.
1: Yeah, we're drinking a Big Blue Van. It's out of uh, Lake Havasu. It's that. It's brewed, canned. All in Lake Havasu. You cannot get it in California. You can get it in some some re- surrounding cities in Arizona. But straight on College Street, Lake Havasu, blueberry beer. It's my favorite. So, Absolutely.
2: all time. B and I have had these before. Him and I have gone out to Bullhead. Laughlin hung out, had some blueberries before. He's brought some back for us to sip on. This is CY's first time drinking it. Yeah, so, so B's talked
0: about this for yeah. years? Years. Yeah, so, I've never tried it. I'm not a fruit beer guy. So I cracked one. I'm gonna have my first sip of it. I mean, I gotta see what bees all the hype's about. What do you guys think of it while I take a sip? My yeah, go ahead.
2: No, I mean my thing is like see why I said I am not a I'm not a fruit beer guy at all. Like I've said that multiple times. Anything strong fruit beer to me, I am not a fan of. Um, this one personally, like I said, when I'm out on the river out there in Bullhead, this is what I want to drink.
1: Yeah, absolutely. that's how I feel about these. It it's good. We kind of call it our our blueberry coolers light. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's still light, light one.
2: because every but it's fruit, not
1: fruity well like, every
2: fruit beer you have is you know an IPA or something pretty heavy mm-hmm. this is a blueberry wheat so by nature it's a lot smoother it's a lot lighter than most of the Ipas we have and it's not as su- and it's way more subtle on the blueberry than it than a lot of the other fruit
1: beers yeah B- uh big Phlegm the brother he got me on these years ago this was one of his favorite beers as well
0: mm-hmm. no it it's good. I actually, I actually really like it. I think it's, yeah. a, it's a good beer. I could drink these. Good. I mean, I got to see how I drink after three or four of them, but it, it tastes all right.
1: I'll post a picture of it on their Instagram.
2: Yeah, and they're better after the first one, too. Preface that. You know, you, you're yeah. on the lake. You, you have 10 of these. You're having a good day.
1: You're by the pool. Whatever it may be, this is a
2: great beer. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So that's our Golden Road Drink of the Day, blueberries. They are the big blue band, uh, blueberry beer. So go on and try them if you like them. Not bad. I don't, I don't mind them. So all right so for anyone who doesn't want to nerd out who anyone who's not a marvel fan shut it off turn it off <laughs> turn <laughs> off anyone who has not caught up in the marvel world turn Don't it off turn it off we're getting into spoilers we're going to reveal everything we've given you guys plenty of time
1: turn it off go watch them all come back yeah
0: come watch back come back come back because i mean we're a week out of black widow yeah we're a week and a half off of loki so or yeah, about a week and a half off Loki. So you've had plenty of time. Mm-hmm. You've had plenty of time. And, you know, it's been a long time since we've talked. We've had WandaVision we got to get into. We have Falcon Winter Soldier to get into, um, as well as Black Widow and Loki, obviously, the series. So um, this is the first Marvel content since Spider-Man Far From Home. since.
2: Till- well, yeah, like WandaVision was. We, right. Yeah. So, like, we didn't have any Marvel anything in 2020 at all. And half of 2019, we had because Black
1: Black Widow got delayed. Right, yeah. it got delayed. And you everything know, got pushed back because COVID. COVID. Yeah, so
2: we didn't get want we got. It was over a year and a half of just dead silence from Marvel
1: until WandaVision. That's Vision.
2: all of our our nerd asses just thinking and thinking and thinking about everything coming up.
0: And you know what's so crazy about it is we left off, like ended, like we didn't have a new phase started yet. Right, we didn't have Phase Four started yet. Yeah. So the last thing we had was Spider-Man. And, and technically, that,
1: that started phase four. It did.
0: It opened up a little bit, a, but it was extent, it wrapped yeah. up more, I think, than it opened up more
2: stuff.
1: Yes. Like, it wrapped up to the extent, blip. It, it and... wrapped up the blip somewhat because we
2: get more blip in WandaVision. Yeah, But it, it wrapped up, like, Tony, kind of like the closure, yes. I'd say, especially yes. with Spider-Man. But it also opened up some new doors as far as, like... Because you know Sony and Marvel always have yeah. their thing with Spider-Man, so that's difficult. But fucking hate each other. They Spider-Man. always are going back and forth. But one, we get the J.K. Simmons, the newspaper guy cameo at the end, which is sick. Yeah, that. It, yeah. But they also reveal who uh, who Spider-Man is, Peter Parker.
1: Say it out loud. Yeah. To everyone. First time in, in
2: the middle of Times Square. Yes. So it's a huge thing for the Spider-Man universe. But again, impact on MCU we'll see to okay, yeah. Still. So
0: that we're getting ahead of ourselves. Spider-Man. Sorry. We saw another Spider-Man coming out. um Let's start with the movie aspect before we get into the TV shows. Because no. we had three TV shows. And we got this a movie. was
1: supposed to be the first one before the TV shows. Yeah.
0: Yes. It got delayed, obviously. Yes. So we just got Black Widow released last week. Um, let's talk about the movie recap. Obviously, mm-hmm. it takes so little backstory it takes place right after winter's uh, uh, Civil, Winter. Civil War, sorry. sorry, after the Civil War, where Black Widow's on the run, she's running from the U.S. government. And it's really a biography of her life and her story of where she came from which we all kind of expected I don't think anyone was surprised by that I felt like
1: I wanted more of it as well
2: semi spoiler we didn't in my personal opinion this is all spoilers yeah true but we, we, we got like I think everything we got as far as like her backstory we got one instance with the family which is cool I liked that but everything else is still like, we still assume things that happened in the red room. You know the Things that they tell us happened. I wanted personally like the graduation ceremony that she talked about. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. hysterectomy stuff, like not obviously seeing it, but you know, just kind of the background or some of the training that she went through. Some of, like, I think on one scene, they show her like shooting a guy in the head was also part of her graduation, right? Like some of that stuff. I kind of wanted a little bit more part of a bit that. dark. And we didn't get that, which is no. a little unfortunate in my opinion.
0: I really enjoyed how they gave us a strong baseline of her life Mm -hmm. when she was a little girl and how she acted as a little girl and her family as a little
1: girl and the buildup of all of her family did did you catch something though so when they escape the u.s right they're like kind of don't know what's going on they escape the u.s they land did you kind of get that she knew that they were a fake family the whole time yeah so I, I I I oh, yeah, no, I so I didn't catch that at first. Oh yeah. So I didn't catch that first, but she like took the gun, knew how to use it, and was begging because cool. it was their fake family begging the little sister not to take her. That so she's too because, young. Because they know. Because she knew where she was going. Right. Right. So she had already, she already been, been makes to the red sense.
2: room. She already been there, and it was yeah. I mean, again, it, that's that's a deep Marvel take.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's you one of those you things have that, that. You don't seal. catch if you're like. You know? Yeah,
2: like she says it later on that she knew that things were fake. Like they shot Christmas, yes. they shot Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Right on All the same day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that. yeah. So, so obviously continue with the storyline, yeah. So
0: they go into the biography of her and her baseline is a life, a little girl, and then you know you have some jump forward. And you, like like Kate Morgan said, like there's a lot of assumption of what happens and the last part of we see them as little girls to where they are in present day, and you see Black Widow and you see what. She's kind of on the run, and then I don't want to get into the whole movie because we don't need to do that, but you get to the point where she runs into her little sister again, mm-hmm. and that scene to me was really, really intense, and it was, it was like they're fighting each other, Yeah. and it's like last time we saw them, you were holding each other, like screaming, don't let go. Like what has happened between then and, then and now?
2: Well, nothing. I think that's kind of the basis for the for the hatred between the two of them because she became an Avenger,
1: and well, they both became the assassins they together. Both became assassins yeah, together. and then yes, she She defects. She defects. She got out. She never goes back for it. She her. never goes back for it. And, and that's and that's, and that's I think the that and problem. I think, well, I think that's the movie because then, then it goes to show that the the widows are controlled. Yeah, and that's to a, an extent, and that's something we do need to bring up. Is
2: she Yelena, Her sister sends her the chemicals um that uh, like free the black widows yes. when it's injected into the air of like free will basically yes she yeah. was still under the control and then escapes from the chemicals and then that's kind of how the two of them link up and then the two of them then decide we need to go kill Drakov, the head of the red room and re- and free the rest of the widows yes and that's kind of where we get the story building
0: yeah so they end up going on the run together because they have the chemicals and you kind of see that rekindling of relationship throughout the movie with them too. But let's talk about her, the sister for a bit. First of all, smoke super, super smoke. So hot, but <laughs> of anyone besides, I think actually, you know what? I, I would say the whole family besides probably black widow is they They have a special bond between each other that, they're not supposed to have as a fake family. Yeah. And that kind of reveals throughout the movie, and especially with the
2: sister. Yeah. And I think that was the big impact is, one, the sister was really young, and, like, Black Widow, to an extent, you could say, like, had another family. She talks about the Avengers being yeah, yeah. her family. Whereas Yelena, she was a widow this whole time. She was the one, you know, experimented on. Like, she didn't get out. You know what I mean? She was a child assassin up until we find her in black widow you know what i mean yeah. the rest of them um you know uh alexi the father character in the movie Great. went to prison goes to prison the whole time but but yeah he was he was the red guardian for a while then goes to prison and then the mom was a scientist on a farm like they had their lives the sister didn't and she says that, like you were my mother you were my father i had nothing else yeah. you know what i mean so there's definitely that emotional connection that she had way more than the rest of them. And you definitely feel that, which is which is tough. You know, it was a tough scene.
0: It, it was very tough because she kept that human aspect even though she was an agent for, mm-hmm. you know, so long. You know, like, she really had that hope her whole life that yeah. that family would come back together or she'd have her sisters. Yeah. Or sister. I mean, she just wanted a life, I
2: think. Yeah. I mean? Which sucks. Cause, like she said, like, this is the first thing I've ever bought for myself.
1: I've never had any kind of freedom in my life. So she was kind of... I, I, I mean... For me, at least, she kind of felt like she got it a little bit back. She got her sister back, yeah, at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But that ultimately leads into Infinity Wars. We know the rest. Yeah, you know? I mean, so it's a little tough. So now where she goes from there, we'll talk about it in a minute. Mm-hmm. Who knows? She might be down and broken again. Yeah, so you, you obviously
2: progress through the movie. The family kind of gets back together. The, the four of them, you know, take down the red room. Um, and then as we know, this isn't a spoiler, but we know Black Widow dies in Endgame, yeah. right. right? So we we knew she wasn't gonna die in this one. We knew they were gonna take down the Red Room. They do. And then we get the cutaway scene, right? I don't know if I wanna, if I'm jumping too far No, ahead, we're good. You know, we're good, okay. We're, we're yeah. just talk,
0: talking about her, so yeah. that makes a lot of so sense. So
2: we get to the cutaway scene and it's Yelena, the sister, she visits the grave in Ohio, mm-hmm. which I thought was nice. They buried her back where they grew up for that one time period. And then we get the cut scene with Valentina, who we saw from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes. who is then contracting Elena to kill Hawkeye.
1: Yeah, so like, Elena's 100% already worked for her. Yes. So it wasn't like a, cause we're gonna get into that show in a minute, but it wasn't like a, hey, I'm recruiting you type, You've like, already like she, she did this. with John Walker. You've been doing it. No, this. it's like- Here's another mission. Here's another mission. Mm-hmm. You wanna, wanna get the guy who's responsible for your sister's death? Like, shows a picture of Hawkeye, obviously, how we have a Hawkeye show come up, we're right? like, well, she's in it.
2: Yeah. That's tight. So, and then just to touch on some of the Hawkeye stuff, because I, I mentioned it to these guys a couple of times on the Hawkeye references throughout the movie, right? The first one being obviously, Natasha talks about being in Budapest with Clint yes, multiple with Clint. times. That was always her last mission in Budapest. They, they thought they killed Dracov. That was H- the big hiding thing. in the vents. Yes, yeah. hiding in the vents. But then when they're actually in the safe house, Elena looks at her and says, What kind of bullet does that? And she says, That's not a bullet, that's an arrow. Another Hawkeye reference. Hawkeye right. was there, yeah. right? His influence. And then the biggest one that I noticed was Taskmaster, the villain in who, Black Widow. Who they ultimately kind of create it by blowing up yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. daughter. Right. Um, she, Taskmaster is actually studying Hawkeye in a the scene. They show mm-hmm. them early on, she's sitting there watching Hawkeye's moves. Mm-hmm. So, I, there's a lot of Hawkeye influence. So, this movie will definitely be a factor. Well, that makes sense because factor.
0: throughout the Marvel world that it's we know as a them movie, together.
2: it's them together. Yeah. So, a Black Widow movie. But, but I'd almost say that Clint has definitely played a, a step back in comparison to, like, Black Widow and Captain America and Black Widow and, like, the Winter Soldier. You, like, Clint is, like, he's always mentioned, but he's never, like,
1: in the front like he is in this one. But you know that it's like them. Right. So, like in Thor, they're tight. they're tight. They're agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. together. They're tight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well,
2: like in Age of Ultron, she knows the family.
1: Yes. Like, things yeah. like that. So, I just
2: oh, think that. Oh, yeah. You feel,
1: you feel yeah. that bond when they all, like, the the wife and the kids yeah. know Natasha. They yeah. know her. You feel that bond.
2: Has. Yeah. So, I definitely think that we'll see what happens. I mean, it's interesting because we don't know a lot about Valentina. Right. We'll talk about her in a little bit more later, but she's yes. definitely building something mm-hmm. so it's very interesting that she
1: hires we're him gonna talk, we're gonna talk about that
2: let's get
0: back to the movie a little bit what we liked about it what we disliked about it what about like for instance the mom red guardian like what do you feel about those characters
1: to me red guardian was fucking great he was hilarious yeah he's funny I think he was a good uh, comedic relief um, interesting character it's, yeah, it's, I love,
2: it's like Hopper like, from Stranger
1: Things yeah, he's great David Harbour great, great, great actor but it was like weird that, I mean, I guess because he's been in prison this whole time, that we, like as viewers of the MCU world, have never heard of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like a new character that's like, oh, he was here during this kind of timeline, but then kind of wasn't as well because he went to prison. Yeah.
2: So we we don't necessarily know when he went to yeah. prison, but they definitely make references to his career you know, "quote unquote" as CYC, yeah. as the Red Guardian, and then his like comparison. He he mentioned Captain, yeah, uh, a well, few he asked, times. He asked Natasha, "Like, hey, does he ever talk about me? Has he ever mentioned yeah. me?" And
0: that was a, someone brought up in the prison in the yeah. scene where they're doing arm wrestling. Is how do you say you know Captain America? But he was frozen in your
2: time. Yeah, in the eighties.
0: Is that something or is that nothing?
2: I don't know. I I almost makes me think that there's another. There might have been another Captain America in the eighties.
1: Well, do you remember? Well, I Isaiah. was going to talk about it. Isaiah Bradley. Yes. So that could be the one he's referencing. That's Isaiah Bradley. So when Steve was in the snow, yes, frozen, they did have the black Captain America who they used and abused. And they went through that yeah. in the TV show. I, I but... think that makes some sense. So I So don't that know. could be him. Yes, it very well could. That he's could. referencing. So that, that's But interesting. then he We're also today, asked today, Natasha... And he knows Natasha has no idea who the black Captain America is. Yeah. So any it's hard to like say which one he's talking about.
2: Yeah. Who knows? I mean I mean my biggest thing about the movie, I think that Florence Pugh, Yelena, Natasha's sister, she stole the show in my opinion. I she killed it. She she was, she was funny really which
1: she was I, hot. Which I think is she on was purpose was because solid. she is one hundred percent moving forward. She's the future. And on, you know, phase four, phase five, hopefully. So and, you know, yeah, and that's one thing we need to touch on. All Black Widow movies, is not is what's the impact,
2: you know, do these characters move on? What do we take from this movie into the MCU? I I think well, the characters definitely Yelena. I don't know I about think, the parents. But I, it'll maybe, just be Elena. I think maybe it's, Red Guardian, though. I don't think it's a coincidence. that Maybe like is, a cameo,
0: but I don't think it's like a, I, a big role.
2: Marvel. There are no coincidence in
0: the Marvel Universe.
1: That's one not thing
2: we do know. know. I don't think it's a coincidence. No, I think
1: he played a big role in this movie. I think she will be a huge role in Hawkeye. Yeah. I think she will, too. Yeah. Or if not, a big episode. If, like, you know what I mean? Not like, hey, she's not in the six episodes, but she might be in one and a half, I think and it's kind of, you know, monstrous. I think she might be an Avenger. I think she might be new Black Widow, honestly. I have a theory on that we're going to oh, get into. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay. I, I final, promise you. Final thoughts on Black Widow. Liked it, didn't like it. Go. I loved it. I liked it. Didn't love it, liked it.
0: I loved it as entertainment purposes. I don't know how much it did for the MCU. It, did, it didn't do much. But, You're right. but
1: it gave us a whole new character. It's a we love movie. though. Standalone movie. Standalone movie.
0: I mean, I Good enjoyed this movie. as you. You. If you compare it to other standalone movies in MCU, fits right in.
1: It fits right in. Fits sure. right. Great action. Great storyline. Yes. Had a character that you fell in love with. Beautiful movie. <laughs> Beautiful kind of, movie. Kind of
0: uh, Iron Man three ish to me. Like that's like I would compare it to Iron Man 3. It's like very entertaining. Didn't do much for us, but really liked it.
2: Okay. So fair.
0: um, that's the latest we've had because that was that just came out. But obviously that was supposed to come out back before COVID started. So let's go back in time and get into the TV shows that how obviously with Disney, Disney buying Marvel, they've told us that they're releasing these shorts or these TV series. Where that they tie into the they, world. They
2: tie into the and world, I so you've got to watch them. I think that's the biggest thing, is they said that these will impact the MCU. Like, you they, have to you watch them. You need to get Disney+. Plus. Yes. yes, you
0: have to watch them. So, they've released three TV shows, TV yes. series. Uh, we've had WandaVision. Then we had uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we've had Loki. So, let's start with the beginning one. Let's start with WandaVision. And, Kmorg, what do we have with WandaVision?
2: Let's, let's put our mindsets back into WandaVision mode okay as we cause, said
1: because i i lost that for a minute dude like it's, it's we need to remember minute.
2: the hype that was wandavision very yeah. like
1: this the was the most
2: we're sending like any theory yeah. TikTok ideas this like this was
1: in-game level shit and, and not only it that it really low. was theories yeah um hypeness like episode what, by episode episode by episode what we thought and could and yeah. want to see was so talked about, so intrigued. It was, it was all over the internet. It was, it was all over our text messages. It was, Dude, if not, We were throwing out above so many theories. We were like, the Ultron's in between, back. Yeah, We were like, Ultron's back. And then it was like,
2: Mephisto. Like, yeah. know, we were like, we're getting Doctor Strange we're to come anything. Uh, Magneto, so. Magneto, episode. Bro, we were <laughs> saying Magneto. Like, we were going everywhere. So Fantastic cool. Four. Yes, exactly. We were saying Fantastic Four. Oh, from, yes. uh, well, we what's did her get name? Silver fucking Surfer. No, we didn't. Silver oh, not Surfer. not Silver Surfer. Uh White Vision.
1: White Vision. Yeah. Different guys, bro. Chill. Chill. We're Chill. We getting ahead Fand- of yourself. We do
2: have Fantastic Four confirmed.
1: And we do have a Silver Surfer confirmed. Easy. I'll talk about. All right, that. we'll get into that in a minute. But <laughs> I heard an actor's name. But again,
2: like WandaVision to me personally, I mean, we'll talk about favorites, you know, shows, but from the buildup from Spider-Man 2019 to WandaVision early 2021 was so much and like there was just so this is much a big fuel. gap. Like we needed this and that's, and that's what I just want to say about WandaVision. WandaVision gave us everything. So, going into the show, um, episode one, we, we start into like, the 1950s. And it's just, like, straight sitcom. Like, old school, I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke. And a lot of people were kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? A lot, like, a, oh, episode yeah. one, uh, no one was, like, really that locked in.
1: Right. Well, you didn't they, know like, what the fuck was going honestly, on. Honestly, at the end of the episode, you're like, this has nothing to do with my MCU. Yeah. So and for that also
2: it's like black and white it's just wanda and vision and you're like okay vision died in infinity war wanda, what is this? wanda was at peace at the end game why What's are going we on? in a 1950s sitcom Leo, yeah. i love lucy dick van dyke like what are we doing so that was the big thing like even brandon was like what am i watching you yeah he's I mean? like, like i hate it he was like i hate this like what am i watching yeah. doesn't make any sense and i was just like hey give it time marvel marvel has a reason and a we'll, rhyme we'll watch everything. a second episode exactly so we get to the next couple episodes and we start getting those little tidbits, mm-hmm. right? Over the radio. Wanda, who's doing this yes. to you? Wanda. Commercials. The guy, the commercials are always little things. Yeah. The guy coming out of the pothole and she goes, No, and then reverses. Okay. It. Everything reverses. You know what I mean? And then the so, show ends. You're like, Whoa. Yeah. So we get those little tidbits. Yeah. So and essentially, just for the background each episode goes into a new decade. We got 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and different TV show kind of like episodes theme songs. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it too. It's It, was it, really it cool. just it was just really cool and cool. different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So essentially guys, what it, what it comes down to is um what it's not shield. What are they called? The other sword. Right? Sword. So sword essentially is on the outside kind of seeing the dome that we eventually find out that Wanda has created, right? Mm-hmm. Wanda um, we find out how later but wanda event eventually from her you could say pain of the loss of vision creates a new life for herself and in turn you could say hijacks the minds of the townspeople right mm-hmm. creates a life for herself and vision a home and two children right creates a very um in-depth lifestyle and us the viewers are watching it and also trying to figure out what's going on who's doing this and then sword on the outside is saying like how do we stop this there's people inside yeah. right mm-hmm. so we get a ton of theories we got characters involved um eventually we find out yes it is wanda we find a villain agatha who it was agatha all along
1: it was agatha great song
2: great song um the neighbor the nosy neighbor who is a witch who is trying to harness the powers
1: of wanda what's her name agatha agatha Harkness
0: oh so what isn't she different in the comics isn't she uh, no that's no, the, she's that's agatha. the comics i thought she was some witch that is the witch okay. she
2: is a witch that is the witch. I thought there was a different name for her. <laughs> no, she is a witch. So, um, as we said, she is the bad guy. Her and Wanda have a big battle. Wanda eventually, you know, wins and then traps her into the town forever. We also get, you know, we find out that we get um, white vision. As we mentioned before, S.W.O.R.D. then creates a new vision with the, I think it was an arc reactor they put. Yes, yeah, instead it kind of looks like an arc reactor. Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. And so, they
1: use the power of the you know let's say bubble she created yeah create. so wanda's magic along with the arc reactor created a another you know
2: super robot yeah so we create we create a vision 2.0 who at the end leaves
1: the town yes so we don't know where vision goes so that's well, one big thing one thing with that is people realizing that scene it was really confusing they're doing this like weird dialogue that yeah they have like honestly that. i don't get but it's like in plain terms the real vision who was wasn't real yes uploaded five years of memory into this guy all at once yeah so like this white vision this creation that we got does now have the vision we know memories yes and then just takes off splits yes
2: so that is something that definitely will be revisited from the mcu so vision's bad yes in a way he's white though he's not red (laughs) and he doesn't have an infinity stone He's got an Which might make Which him
0: more the, powerful? They, no, the what? fucking exact same because he was useless as fuck with Infinity Stones. <laughs> oh my now god, we're getting
2: into it's getting personal now. Right? But yeah, no.
0: it's getting personal. What so. this show did though. Is it? Is it made me have a better, better feeling in my stomach for Vision because I hated that fucker so much.
2: Vision's a good dude, man. He's a great dude, but he's he was, a good dude. He's
1: a AKA Jarvis. And How he, do you not like Vision? Because he could have done so much more. He his could have done he got so his ass much
0: more. You guys asked me all the time. Like he never won fights. A uh, civil war and
2: uh, Ultron. He beat Ultron. He did. He, he helped beat Ultron. Yes, but Infinity Infinity War. Tony he got Stark to be beat, beat Ultron. He got his And
0: fucking the Hulk beat Ultron.
2: But moving forward, we also have another character, Monica Rambeau, yes. who is an agent of SWORD, whose mother is from Captain America. Her first
1: appearance in our MCU world yes. was at a as a little girl in Captain, Captain, so right Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So she returns, and she, she was is part of the blip. And She is what's her name now? Well, Monica Rambeau. They haven't no, really her. named her, but the comic book name we're assuming because she basically got blasted with she, Wanda magic when she walked through the, the yes,
2: she walked uh, through the void.
1: She created, she developed, you know, abilities, mm-hmm. and a comic book you know term going out there for her is photon. That's so right. you I know some that. of her abilities, but think about that for a second. We're like, go ahead. How fucking powerful Wanda is! Where she
2: created a superhero. No, she created a superhero. <laughs> yeah, no, she but created one for she's, sure. She's that powerful. We'll talk how <laughs> powerful in a minute. But so we have Monica rambo who we assume is going to be the next Captain Marvel. Like the the yes. characters moving forward. Like we also had Darcy from Thor. You know, what I mean, she was she's now a doctor. Now a doctor. She was Natalie Portman's sister. Smoke. Bombs.
1: Loki loki bombs. bombs. i don't think it's low-key I mean, it's kind of low-key it's not is she? she's buttoned up but there's Well, oh i mean she's a low-key character but not loki smoke but loki bombs <laughs> yeah no loki bombs. she's always no bombs for yeah sure. so okay.
2: we we assume that she will be in thor's moving forward hopefully we like her as a character she's funny she gives a good comic relief. and then randall park the fbi agent who we love from ant-man yes Ant-Man. solid guy the magician figured out his magic figured out his magic love i just guy. watched
0: ant-man last night and watching that there's scene again there's a good pop-in. Oh, uh, yeah. I was popping last night. I was just watching that scene where he's like, knock before you come in. He's like deck of cards everywhere and yeah. like, watching magic tricks. <laughs> and then that's so good
2: in Wanda because he's like doing these magic tricks. Like
0: he learned something.
2: Yeah, so we so we then assume he will be in Ant-Man, uh Quantumania moving forward. So a ton of characters that are moving forward. The end of WandaVision um is it's tough. Wanda then accepts the fact that she's done what she's done to the townspeople, closes the void, in turn, loses vision. And yeah. then her two children. Yes. So we leave fake Wanda. Children. Her fake fake children, but fake real. I get it. I get it, it. She kind of created Wanda was in a very emotional state. I'm gonna obviously. Get, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, she was a very very emotional, tough time. Children not. She still, you know, had them for, you know, weeks at an end, whatever it is. So and she and turn and she, you know, you could I'm not saying the word killed them, but Stopped their existence, I guess, would be a term yes. to use in that. Like she, she had to stop it,
1: you know, unfortunately, because of the you know civilians that yes, were taken. She hostage. was taking
2: civilians hostage. So we then see Wanda, you know, she floats off, and then the cutaway scene we see her in an isolated cave or not cave, isolated cabin on the
1: lake. Kind of looked like doing normal things, doing right? Normal thing, but we have a then in the other room, she's doing like a Loki. she was astro projecting herself yes. into reading the dark
2: hole, dark hold, which. And then she hears someone yell, "Mommy!" Yeah, one of her little so sons. She, she hears the kids yell, "Mom!" And she's doing, and she's like in her
1: and outfit. It, yes. She's reading some
2: shit. So we see Wanda in a very, very while her
1: dark physical place. body is like doing normal, like dishes. she was making coffee she's or dishes. dishes or something. <laughs> so powerful. I mean, she, my thing is, I mean,
2: there's been a lot of theories since then too. One of them being, um, B and I were talking about this one recently, is that. Now if you look at the cutaway, there is a a shadow
1: in the mountain. Yeah, sort of toward... like a invisible silhouette yes. that people want to think like it's hey, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange.
2: It could just be a plane in the sky.
1: Honestly, it wasn't there before, and I went and rewatched it and it was there now, and that actually was in the like Everything middle is of Loki. Bro. It Everything was in the middle attention. of Loki that someone, you know, out there noticed again. the cutscene had changed because it pans on it. The camera is like when it zooms in on the uh, the cabin and now pans to the silhouette slowly moving down to the cabin, which people are theorizing as Doctor Strange because he was supposed to be in that damn TV He's show. He be on the end.
2: So two questions moving forward and then we'll move on from WandaVision. She's reading from the dark hole as we talked about, right, right. yes, is she going to become a villain? Are we going to see her being fucking crazy in Doctor Strange? Because she's she's confirmed into the movie, and is she the most powerful Avenger that we have
1: left? La- this was a two-part question. Yeah, it was. It was. Yes, um, it I will answer the first part. Okay, go ahead. I think she will 100% for at least one to two future movies maybe phase four if she's
2: a villain further Being, than one movie
1: she's like the villain in I, phase Four. i think she is the villain in phase four i think she's a villain for half of doctor strange
0: okay that i mean that's very fair to my me. prediction for doctor strange is it starts between them two and then they realize spoiler for loki the timeline's so fucked up they have to come together to both work to get the timeline back together
2: Okay. We'll we'll get into that. Interesting. I think I think she's a villain. I do. I think they're setting it okay. up for her to be a, a bad yeah. ass bitch
1: coming up. To, I do. To answer the second question, yeah, it's not even close. She is the most. Not close. even close. It's not even. She created life. There's still, Thor. Like, I think Thor is the only comparable. True. Comparable. Event. Thor, one hundred percent, give her fight, but like. There's many people talked about it in-game. In like She, she, was, about to, up she was about to kill Thanos by she herself. She damn near almost beat Thanos. Okay. She is the most powerful Avenger left. I think Thor will obviously give her a fight. And it's kind of unfair to say that she is to Thor, but I'm going to say it. Okay. I think she's the most powerful Avenger left because of what that TV show did for her and then the future of Phase 4. Mm-hmm. She created life and then took it away. She created superpowers. She's literally gone. She created superpowers. Yes. Yeah. Straight up created, and, and then at the end, reading the Darkhold. I know the Darkhold hasn't been talked about a lot since Doctor Strange, uh, one or two. I can't remember, just one. But if anyone's like super nerds out like me, it was really mentioned in um, Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. and it's just like anyone who reads that has that knowledge but becomes pure evil. So, like, it messes with their mind. It warps their mind.
2: I mean we can talk Dr. Strange for a while, but, like, do we get Dormammu back?
1: I mean, he's always a... He's always possibility to be there, obviously, because yeah. I think Dr. Strange put him in a loop.
2: Yeah. No, but he took... A, he, he, he set him free. He set him free. To get, so he would go away from Earth and yes. Dr. Strange, so he would leave them alone. Gotcha. And he would take the Disciples. Okay.
1: So, I mean, we'll see. He's he always a now. possibility of coming back, which yeah. is a powerful MCU Super villain. powerful. One of the um, most powerful. Jeez. I mean... Wanda I the- opened a a whole bag of nuts and that's
2: why i love so i don't i honestly i don't know i don't know because that's the other thing that we we touched on a little bit like there's a vision out there now so like yes is that vision i think that vision will somehow wrangle in wanda's madness i think he will be a big factor in helping okay. her in the next movies.
1: one last question on wanda vision keep it quick sure see why i'm gonna start with you where did vision go because if he gathered all those memories back, you got to think from the time he was born in Ultron to the time he was ended on the battlefield in Wakanda, that's his memories. I, Where did he go? Uh, to me, it
0: seems like Wakanda is the answer.
1: Like, okay. To me, I feel like he went straight to Wakanda
0: because that's the last we see everyone, right? Like, yeah. I feel like he went there to... but It's his last memory. It's his last memory, but who's to say he didn't fucking... Go to Stark Industries in New York. Like True. where he was created. Where he was created. Like, I I my I'm gonna say Wakanda. Yeah. Kim Org.
2: Maybe sword. Maybe mm-hmm. sword headquarters just to go fuck up everybody that created him now and fucked with his body because yeah. that's something we didn't touch. So do on. you think
1: he has the memories of the the yeah. bubble? So no. So um, Is that what we're calling it the bubble? If I if I I
2: remember correctly, I think what Vision always says that he doesn't remember anything Anything.
1: before Before the bubble bubble.
2: and after, like at some point, probably them being together around civil war, or right after like Infinity War, I'm assuming. Like right before Infinity War, I'm assuming. Because obviously he knows they're together. Like he has memories of them beforehand. He knows they're dying. And that's the one thing I want to touch on on this one is this was the most emotional mcu movie slash tv show i think we've had too. as far as like the love that these two had the, the the fucking feels it put in on us when wanda couldn't feel vision you know i mean if you've watched previous things before it was very emotional and mm-hmm. that, and that's another big reason why I like it It had a lot of different aspects to this show that really got it did it, re- it got did. us viewers hooked so that's a lot on wandavision this was a huge impact on us and the mcu so obviously we can go on for a while now but yeah let's get into falcon and Winter soldier all right this is another big one as far as this one is more about where you have, you know, Loki and WandaVision. Those are the cosmic, those are the space ones that have a little extraterrestrial kind of feel to them. This Captain America, the Falcons, the Bucky's, these are the spies. These are the, you know, the sword, the shield. These are the ones that are on the ground in the United States, you know, doing the undercover ops, things like that. So, so the get world that characters
0: feel. The characters for world, for planet Earth.
2: Yeah, they're like, they're stopping you know French terrorists and things like that. You know what I mean. Whereas Loki is fighting you know at, I'm not I'm, we'll talk later. But they're 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 taking care of things in space. You know, right. Thor is fighting you know frost giants things like that. Where they're fighting you know at French terrorists, GSPs. You know what I mean. So we find Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Falcon has then decided he wants to give up the shield. You know mm-hmm. Cap gave him the shield at the end of Endgame, and he says I don't want it. You know what? This is you know, feels it, borrowed. Feels borrowed. It's it feels like somebody else's. It's not his. not Not that it's not his responsibility. It's just well, it's, it was borrowed from a different timeline. Uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> so either way, um, he then gives it up. The United States government then decides we need a Captain American and they promote a guy, a U.S. Um, captain in the Marines. I don't remember what his role is, but great resume, John Walker. Yeah, he's a war hero, Purple Heart. You know, up and down resume, good overall guy, you could say. They promote him to becoming the now Captain America. Bucky, who is trying to reconcile his life, figure out who he is in the world. Having these nightmares, going through shit.
1: Yeah, going through a lot of shit. Having winter soldier nightmares. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is some pretty sick flashbacks, I pretty will sick. say. Yeah, pretty sick. I did appreciate that. But um, he gets goes to Sam and is like, yo, you need the shield back. This is not what Cap would wanted. You know, Cap believed in us, you giving up that shield is not what Cap would have wanted. That represents a lot to Bucky. And so he was personally upset about that. While this is going on, there's an organization who is trying to dethrone, well, they're basically, during the blip, people were coming together, right? So that was a big part of what these people wanted. They wanted people to stay together, but these organizations were then displacing refugees back to their home countries without, you know, home or shelter food and all of that. And these people were providing that for these refugees. And they were stealing from these organizations and getting extreme, burning people down and doing all these things. So, um, but they find out that some of these people are super soldiers. So they then break Zemo out of jail to find out who created the super super soldier serum and um, get some more intel, because Zemo obviously from Captain America Civil War, one of my personal favorites and one of the better villains in the MCU, in my opinion, knew a lot about Hydra, knew a lot about the super soldier th- serum. So they get his help. Long story short, they go into Madripoor, find Sharon Carter, another influential character from previous. Um, they get some more intel. They stop the Flag Smashers. John Walker becomes a super soldier, gets dethroned of Captain America and the shield. Sam then well, takes on the responsibility. He kills the guy in the middle of the street. He kills the guy in the middle of the street and is of course you know reprimanded by the united states government for that fair yeah and not only that killed him with the shield
1: which was there was blood on the shield yeah it was
2: very that was an intense scene very powerful kind of like representation of and and the thing with that is that's what the problem with the super serum is what they said if it makes you super and however of a person you are right Mm -hmm. john walker was very aggressive intense um, intense person very um yeah like Frontline line like wanted to get the bad guy no matter what at any cost right mm-hmm. and he didn't understand the responsibility of captain america and that's what took over where they said like steve rogers previous cap was such a good guy like the best intentions were always in his mind and that's why he was such a great captain america you know what i mean so, yeah it just made him strong but he was still an amazing person leader captain all those things right so the flag smashers get stopped um john walker is court-martialed but then kind of returns uh, and helps them out in then changing. So you kind of get this like full character with him. It's interesting, but long story short, Sam becomes Captain America. Bucky and him are a team. They kind of reconcile their issues that they've had throughout the series. Um, and and that's kind of, I mean, the overall storyline. There's little things here and there, like be mentioned early in the show that there were other super soldiers that were not previously mentioned, right? Yeah, Isaiah Bradley.
1: Yeah, who talked about being Captain America mm-hmm. um, after Steve went into the ice. Mm-hmm. There was uh, um, Agent Carter, the the g- granddaughter, yeah. who so. was kind of a villain. Uh, she turned out to be the power broker. Yeah. If you had, didn't watch the show, she was basically behind a lot of the arms trade and, and serum being exchanged she to, this, the serum. to this you know so-called terrorist group, yes. the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because what this show was you know and a lot of a lot of ways pissed a lot of people off but what this show was a a representation of what the u.s was after the blip yeah okay so what happened to different you know different characters we loved what happened to shield what happened to the government and different people around the world and how they reacted to half the planet just being, you know coming back off mm-hmm. of off a snap so literally like the government didn't you know reconcile her with this Z- uh Zokovia accords because she was also on the run during she that time the wings, after civil war Shield, yeah um and then when it all got settled in you know in infinity wars that they needed the avengers the snap comes back and they pardoned you know the avengers in the zachovia accords and disobeying them she got she did not get pardoned. she didn't get pardoned yeah so there's a lot of introduction. Wakanda was involved, obviously, mm-hmm. because of Bucky. Zemo. They created, you know, Sam suit. There's a whole lot that like, it was it was a really good show to like build into Phase Four. Like nothing of it was a of super important more setup, right? We set a up, lot, of, lot
2: of setup. We set up a teamwork relationship between yeah uh, Falcon and and Bucky who. We're not always on the same thing. They page. were both side they characters were, were to friends. the same main character. Friends. Yes, you know? they were friends of be, by by association. Yeah. You no, know, now they're actually a team, which is good. We now establish that Sam is now Captain America. Yes. Right. There's a scene at the end where someone says, Oh, that's the Falcon and he says, Nah, that's Captain America. You know what, yeah. what I mean? So like he is now fully transitioned into the And a
1: confirmed he is Captain America four. Yes. So beautiful on that. What this show did also is introduce some low-end characters that I believe we will see in the future. What do you got? Uh, well, one, we talked about Valentina already yes. having Yelena on her side. She recruiting John Walker. Yes. He will be a solid character moving forward to whatever that team may be. Also, on the other end, I think Isaiah Bradley, hmm. and that storyline is not over. Oh, I think his uh, his nephew in some comics does become an an Avenger, okay. Um, a young Avenger, which I'll, I'll talk about right after Loki, real quick. But yeah. there's there's a lot of characters involved in that show. It's just a buildup. Uh, the show pissed some people off. Yeah, but it was good. Good moving forward. Got a lot of build up. We know what's coming after that. You know what yeah. I mean? No, it was it was a good show. I mean,
2: one character that. Um, obviously, I really liked, enjoyed. I mean, we, like you said, there's there's a lot of characters that can move forward. Valentina yes. is definitely building a team. They saw Elena. Yeah, we saw her, him John talk Walker. to John. That's Walker. two now. You know, the power broker slash agent Carter. She's gonna be in some capacity. They offered her old job back too,
1: so in, she's definitely gonna be moving forward. She's moving. And she's forward. a big actress too. Uh, like people don't realize. Yeah,
2: the one guy I mentioned before, Zemo. He's very interesting. Um, I captain america civil war to me is like that's a top three mcu movie that they've done outside of infinity war and endgame and he people don't realize like how influential and he was actually really badass in falcon winter soldier yeah i think he is going to be a little bit more of a factor than people still think even though at the end of it he is locked up i like zemo but i like him a lot
1: in the same category as we're talking about valentina John Walker and Yelena. you think he's in this? I think this team, Zemo's gonna be a part of.
2: I love it. I love it. Good show. Um, Obviously some good characters to move forward with. Like I said, it it definitely had that spy, that Winter Soldier feel that we've been missing. Mm -hmm. So um, still good things to move forward on.
0: Yeah, I mean, character development was huge in here. I mean, I think that's what they're doing with these shows is they're really getting into the character development. So um, good show, you know, we have a new captain now. So, but last show on the docket that we've released since then is uh, Loki, and Loki kind of hit us. We were really excited for Loki because we know how powerful of a
2: character Loki is and how important he is. I think, it, and it was, it was one of those things that, when Endgame first happened, right? We watched it midnight showing. One of the things that lingered with all of us after watching it was, Loki escaped. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Therefore. If he escaped there, he didn't die in Endgame. You know what I mean? Because that happened in New York 2012. You know what I mean? So there was a lot. Or not well, in Infinity War, sorry. But there was like, he escaped no, there.
0: Avengers. What? Takes place in Avengers.
2: Right, 2012 New York. Avengers yeah, Avengers died. Avengers yeah. 1. But then, no, he then, I'm saying he then didn't did die it, right. in Infinity War if he left there. Well, it changed a lot. Well,
0: let's get into the TV show, Loki. And let's explain the timeline of it because it's kind of fucked up. Right? So I'm going to give B the reins of this. Okay. Explain the TV show, Loki, before we get into the theories of everything. All right. Run us through the show,
1: and then we'll get into there. Keep it in your pants. So, yeah. like we just talked about, we literally already arguing. It's fucked up. Um, the show starts right where we saw Loki last in Endgame. Mm-hmm. So the Avengers travel back in time. They realize three Infinity Stones are all in New York at once. They go back. They need a plan. They're getting all three. Whatever. You know how Infinity War goes. Yeah. Doesn't go as planned. Loki has an opportunity. Takes the Tesseract. Disappears. Okay. That's where the show starts. He starts off and he goes and he's at this, you know, I, I forget. Celtic, desert. Yeah, some desert country. I forget exactly where he's at. The planet country. Who knows? Yeah. I think he's still in the U.S. And... Some, like, soldier-type armor-equipped futuristic guns pop out of this branch, of this little door. Portal. And they take him. They take him, and they go to the TVA. Okay? The TVA is now introduced We're introduced to a few characters, and they're, like, variant. They call him a variant. And he goes and, like, basically stands, like, you got a traffic ticket in court, right? right? Yeah so but uh, one of the main characters owen wilson uh mobius he was on a mission realizes that a loki variant is in the tva captured comes back and was like oh, okay i need him so anyways this show is outside of time that's what people don't realize the show and the TVA no, they in itself. They, they, the TVA okay. says that it's not and the it, normal timeline. But like time
2: th- works differently in the yeah. TVA,
1: yeah. And, and they they mention it. But like a lot of people need to realize, like it, it works outside of time. So, anyways, <laughs> this show is based this on keeping one sacred timeline pure. Yeah. So any sort of variant thing that's not supposed to happen. They have like a little tracker and it branches off into this other universe this other timeline they go and reset it they go and capture the variant that causes it they go and reset it okay they keep one sacred timeline and that is the premise of the show to start yeah okay then it goes through that they're like hey we can use loki's help because the variant we're chasing, killing all our, is our a soldiers, Loki. is a
2: Loki. Is a Loki. I is love that. Is a shirt, Loki. But he's a Loki.
1: And it, you know, Loki's very intrigued. He wants to know. He keeps hearing about the timekeepers, mm-hmm. these gods that are keeping the sacred flow of time together. So Loki, being a god himself, like, I do what I want. This is not, like, my destiny is controlled by myself alone. He's like, I'm not, like on this timekeeper sacred timeline where they know everything's gonna happen. I do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So he's intrigued by that. He wants to see the timekeepers.
2: That's they his go, end goal he it, wants a council the
1: He wants the council. He wants to know who's behind this shit because he's a God himself. He feels, and you gotta remember, this is the Loki we got in Avengers 1. This is not the Loki from Infinity Wars that made up with his brother to fought the sister to die to Thanos th- this that's is the a Loki vid- from Avengers 1 who is literally two infinity stones deep beating the shit out of the Avengers
2: see and I'd almost say that see so, yeah, and I understand that that's that one yeah. we're talking to but he is not exactly that guy I'd argue because like his conversations with Morbius like, they are very in-depth. They do have deep conversations about why do you do what you do? Yes. Why are you a trickster? And then he also sees, you know, how his life ends up. And afterwards. that's what changed so, everything. He sees his yes. mother. He sees that, his mother die. that's what die. changed him. That's what changed his him. Die. He mother so He sees those things. So, like, in a way, he's not fully there. But he's, but yeah, of course.
0: he's in that He had rep. that can, moment. Can we just appreciate for a second his relationship with his mom? Like, the only one that could fucking get to him. Like she's the only one that he like felt remorse yeah. that felt like she's she taught him the magic yeah you know? she
2: taught him I mean, kind of everything like, well it's obviously you know Thor and his dad carry on for yeah a big thing sorry so
1: the variant that we see killing and setting traps for the TVA it's is a Loki bro is a female Loki fucking named, lady Loki dude lady Loki na- uh what was her name sorry uh Sylvia Sylvia it's like Silva okay she's a badass but Loki Loki smoke. Yeah, so Loki, Loki, our Loki. Loki Loki smoke. smoke. Oh damn. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So our Loki that we know, they they meet up. They're both kind of on the same page. I think
2: Loki is. He's like intrigued about another Loki. I don't think exactly his intentions are to like befriend this person. No, no, no. no. I think he's kind of like what is another loki yeah i think
1: he's so curious i think about that's intriguing that. I think to him that's why he follows but her. he also realizes he can use this variant yes. to get to his ultimate he goal also understands he wants that to see the time keepers. this person intellectually is
2: me in a way yeah so i might i could use
1: them it's all about what how he's gonna use Kay. them you know what i mean to fast forward so we could get into a, a little bit more detail to so fast forward the timekeepers are fake yeah and the sacred flow of time is controlled by one guy in the in the show named He Who Remains. Yeah. And they find him at the end of time. Okay. And that's kind of how it's explained in the show. And you you're gonna get details watching back. And we're gonna go into some characters, but so the in, so essentially this well, essentially, guy, Lady Loki, her her mission in
2: life and her goal was was to kill the time and find keepers. out who he who, who well, I mean, in her mind, it's just the timekeeper, yes. right? She ends up finding out it's he who will, uh, who, who remains. remains. So you gotta think her, cause she was a variant and she was hunted yes. as a little girl. Mm-hmm. So this has been her like mission in life. Her whole to life. To do this. She's been a variant hunted by the TVA. Whereas Loki is, you know what? He's, he's, this he's just learning how to he him. goes. This is kind of just happening to him. So you gotta think of that mindset when you get yes. into that final scene. I
1: think. So when she, when her and Loki Go into this scene. She's got one goal on her mind. Loki can be persuaded, which he was kind of being persuaded. Well, he who remains gives them an ultimatum. You can take my place and be the timekeepers, the creation. I created the TVA. So any branch and variant that offers off this sacred timeline, we go and fix and erase. And we take care of it to keep this flow going. And he talks about other variations of himself, being well, kings. Well, he explains,
2: he explains the process beforehand yes. too, which I think is big, is there was a there was multiversal war. Yes. And that there were other variants of himself and other variants that were destroying each other. So
1: a quote from him, he goes, I weaponized the Elioth. Yes. And that was the storm that they kind of had to get past. Right. Where classic Loki sacrifices himself to get through. And I ended the multiversal war. And once I isolated our timeline, all I had to do was manage the flow of time and prevent further branches, Yeah, which he's been doing, okay? With the TVA, with the creation of the TVA. Silva, Sylvia, yeah. says, fuck that, stabs him in the chest. Kills him. Okay? And at the end of the show, we get... Remember, throughout the show, we have this little meter where it shows little variations going off. They go and erase race and it comes back to this this line straight right line, yeah. this straight line the straight flow at the end it branches we off like veins in a body Yeah, roots man. roots in a tree yeah. the multiverse is created at the end of the show it's it's upon us so now that we have kind of like the over overall kind of story light details i want to give some characters this is big well, can, I, can we break
2: down, like, the cutaway scene really quickly? Okay. The only thing I do... Okay, I do cutaway I, scene. Because the cutaway scene is also very influential to what we're going to talk about right now is... she, she Kang, or he who will, he who remains, is, is killed. Yes. By Lady Loki. Loki has sent back to the TVA from her. He runs over, and where there were once statues of three different timekeepers, there is now one... Statue. Ta- statue of a variant that he who remains has been talking about. Yes. So I think that is a very influential, and that is, that is the scene that people are looking at and saying, like, holy shit. And yeah,
1: Mobius does not know who he is. And Mobius has no idea who Loki yeah, is. Yeah, Mobius, out, man, and Owen way. Wilson. Mobius, Owen Wilson. Yes. They had a really good rapport. It was yeah. a really good kind of bond, great for the TV show. I at, and Owen Wilson yeah. was solid, man. Solid. At the end, had no idea who Loki was. And we're, then that's where it left off. We're like, Thumbs what up. the hell just Thumbs happened? up. So I want to get into... A, you know the biggest theory is that he who remains is King the Conqueror okay okay and a reason why this is almost confirmed besides this dialogue of teasing it yeah um the same actor is confirmed as King the Conqueror yeah. in Ant-Man 3 <laughs> Quantumania okay but besides that I want if this is true because some people theorize King the Conqueror in WandaVision okay And if this is true, I want to kind of get into King the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. All right. King the Conqueror is a time travel entity, period, point blank. Okay. There's multiple versions of himself throughout time in different eras present day, future, and past. This one that we kind of. On the only one we've met, he who remains.
2: I don't. It's not technically King the Conqueror. Not technically no. yeah, Kane the agree. Conqueror. I agree.
1: Okay. So, but we have him now. We now have a a big bad, sort of. I mean, we can. I mean, we can uh, you know talk about that, but we have this character that's confirmed that is a, an all powerful MCU villain. Oh yeah. To an extent. Well, I want to talk about his origins real quick. Mm-hmm. A descendant of Reed Richards. Fantastic, Fantastic Four. four yeah. Okay, that's confirmed. Mr. From the Fan- 31st Mr. century. Yes. Okay, so one, he's from the future with future tech. Also from Reed Richards, he's a genius. Okay, so he's a genius. Um, and he's kind of one of those people that can go be put in any timeline and then you can fight him or whatever. So, The multiverse being created. The Doctor Strange title being multiverse of madness. Kang the Conqueror kind of being teased, then slash confirmed in Ant-Man 3. Okay. What do you have on the end of this show and what you see moving forward with this character? You
2: can go first.
1: I mean, I've
0: just... It left us with so many fucking rabbit holes at the end of it. And especially with this character are they going to try to build king the conqueror as a new Thanos?
1: like is he going to be all the, ult- the multi-powerful could guy? he be multiple phase enemy is that what you're saying yeah 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 yeah. okay because like in phase one of you know we're like building like we, the we characters the Thanos in phase one yeah That's but we're like... building the characters but for the most part loki's our enemy Loki's you know? kind of the phase one villain he is but we get introduced like but Loki, yeah, you know, like Thanos, Thanos is helping Loki. Phase two, we have Ultron, okay, yeah. and then in phase three, obviously, the one that's been building the Ban- banger the Thanos. Thing, the thing with Kang, and so are they doing similar to that? Because this is pretty early, if it is. Well, for Marvel, yeah. no, it is. They, for Marvel, whatever you think they're gonna do, they don't do
0: it. Like, so I don't think that's necessarily the case with this. It's obviously a a huge character in the future yeah. like king the conqueror is going to be something of some sort of importance
2: i see i i see what you're saying be it's almost too obvious for marvel to introduce him and then just say like yeah. okay he's going to be in every movie oh, the thing with king the conqueror and kind of my read on what we know and what we've seen and just the cutaway scene alone is the fact that like we've said before time works differently in the tva Right, that's some, that was a very common theme that was talked about a lot. Yeah. Is the fact that he is then the statue in real
1: time when Loki do we comes know back. that is real time though? So But and we,
2: that and that's the thing.
1: That's we the, had, the TVA. We had no idea because of what just happened. Yeah. The multiverse is now here. It's real to our MCU. So Loki getting shot out into a timeline. Yeah. Might not be the one we just experienced. That's what I'm okay. saying. And, and
2: he who can, knows, like killing King the Conqueror or not King the Con- He Who Remains yes. at the end of time, like we talked about. Who's to say that that death at the end of time does not affect time in the past because he was the one controlling it for several years? So I see it. it
1: does with Spider Man. Okay, I mean. so. I didn't I mention that, and I, I was—I was going to
2: let's, let's let's keep on kang for a while. I mean, yeah,
1: well, give me a sec, give me seconds. I'm, I'm gonna reach that for a minute. I have, I have two questions. One was, what he who remains doing the right way to do it, or was it? Are we supposed to have the multiverse? Okay, that's a that's a big question between a lot of people that. You know, dive deep. But like... <laughs> no, but like, this is something. No, like is this is. But But was he a villain, or was he a hero that got killed?
0: I think he was not lying. I think he was the best version
1: of himself. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, he's the best variant Kang. Yes. Is what
2: you're saying. Yeah. You're,
1: you're saying that was a Kang variant. Yes. That realized how to fix the his well, problem. He said it. That he's he said it multiple times. You,
2: you think I'm evil?
1: Yeah. Wait yeah. To see
2: my variants. Yeah. And, and, and I he think, talked about being
1: a king, I think which can statue. reference when um, it's like Sam to Huddy or whatever. You know, and it kind of introduces X-Men. You remember Apocalypse? Yeah. X-Men? Love it. Okay. There's a king the conquer that kind of controlled Apocalypse back in that era. Okay. Then there's a king, a future king, and we're talking deep comic books, right? Yeah. There's a king, um, a younger self that realizes what he becomes, wants to escape his destiny, Comes back to our timeline, twentieth century, twenty first century. Comes Iron Lad, Mm -hmm. okay, like a really like a new Iron Man Mm -hmm. to stop himself. Yeah, right. So there's
2: there's so many ways they can go about this because I mean now it's crazy. Now it's crazy. You think the power of this character that they can make it, and this is something that I thought about in some uh, the TikTok theory that someone talked about is the fact that Kang, in essence, allows. Thanos okay. to snap the world. He allows yes. Iron Man to then kill. Like he allow he allows essentially yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he because what well we know we're we on can, a sacred timeline, and he
2: you're you're right. therefore can stop these things. And mm-hmm. the he can stop Thanos. He can stop Iron Man. He can stop these things, or he who okay. remains, or whoever can. You know so, that's how powerful this character can be.
1: Now I'm gonna I'm gonna dive MCU deep, not comic book deep. Okay, okay. like MCU deep. Okay, Doctor Strange. He's sitting on Titan in infinity wars and he's going over a billion ways
2: that the scenario
1: outcomes of the scenarios with thanos okay and he goes just one okay and now i'm thinking you know super nerd here now i'm thinking there's many ways they could beat thanos there's only one way to not ruin this sacred timeline so i think doctor strange um the ancient one and um uh, what's his partner? Dr. Strange's partner. Wong.
2: Wong. So he's also referencing the ancient one
1: from uh, Dr. Strange, Doctor, the bald th- head. It's also an end game. Yes. Which is also an end game. Then that's the scene I want to go to. I think they know way more about this than we ever thought. Okay. Cause when he's talk when she's talking about the infinity stones to Bruce Banner. She does. Yeah. She talks about one going off and creating this, you know, alternate kind of timeline. And it ruining the sacred timeline. So I also think Doctor Strange, the Ancient One, and those and the the Master of the Time Stone were also keepers of the sacred timeline. I mean, they do say that they protect our reality. You know, they. I mean, they say that a lot. So now the title being the Multiverse of Madness absolutely confirms they knew about this. Oh, I I think hundred percent they knew about it. So in essence, is Doctor
2: Strange the most powerful Avengers le- Avenger left?
1: Well, I mean that might be a battle we see already. Yeah. So to get back to Loki, it opened up a can of whoop ass for everything we know. Okay. Oh, a can a can and a half. Uh, there's there's two things I want to get into real quick. Is I really do believe that Ant Man King the Conqueror confirmed is Iron Lad. Um, okay, the one that's going to be an Ant-Man is what you're saying. Ant-Man, f- from our extension, has only been in Phase 2 and 3, yeah. and lower in not of importance movies, okay? There's a lot of theories that believe that where they went at the end of time was in the quantum realm. Yeah, I've heard that. I've they, heard either, that. I've heard oh. even the TVA is in, yes. like in, in the quantum realm. Yes, and the whole TVA is in the quantum realm, which it means outside of time, because yes. remember, you know, this time works differently. Time works different. Okay. And time are, works are we ever going to find out
2: realm.
0: how those people got in the TVA?
2: They're very Like how Mobius got in there.
1: I mean, like they
2: like that was the
1: big I don't well, I mean Loki, two, Loki Loki 2 did. season got confirmed. So I think a lot more TVA will go into it. Um I think we're going to see multiple Lokis throughout our next phases. I would
2: assume if we're just going off thoughts in our head, I would assume that he who remains selects variants that have a type of personality and wipes and wipes them wipes that wipes their memory obviously and then has a type of personality bank right kind of well, ready think to of it, follow there's... suit and and kind of take those rules and and do those things even
1: big or small there's millions of variants but the only one they couldn't control was a loki variant right okay so that was kind of like their big things, like the Loki variant. They had this literally own kind of planet at the end of time. They're survivors, with a, bro. With a bunch of Loki variants surviving from the TVA. Yeah, we and should probably Who touch on that. We
2: should probably touch on how cool like the story was, like the multiple Lokis yes. and like things like that. Like it, it like, was an of worms. It was very cool also. Yes. Like it, it touched on so many different things, like the timeline, the multiverse, but okay. also the variant loki's it was
1: awesome we know what that show did for us and i let's let's talk about it moving forward i want a couple theories from you guys moving forward because we have the big the big movies coming up and that's kind of going to end phase four Mm -hmm. i want to know what you see in this future because i have i have one if you want me to start I saw, you know, I'll start, and this will kind of give you an example. I saw one hundred percent young Avengers, and I'm not talking just from Loki. I'm talking about everything we've talked about. I saw Young Avengers, okay, mm-hmm. in WandaVision, her children, her children, yeah, okay, definitely Billy, um, yes,
2: Billy has her powers,
1: yeah, I, and then we we have a speedster, yeah, we have you a speed kid in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Isaiah Bradley's nephew, mm-hmm. um could be the patriot in upcoming movies they could do that and especially introduce him specifically in cap four mm-hmm. um in hawkeye upcoming we haven't seen hawkeye but he's has an apprentice well not kate only- bishop i don't know if it's his daughter like, i think they're going oh off really that. because yeah
2: it, remember at the beginning of endgame he, he is was teaching his teacher, daughter how to
1: shoot arrows. i think it is confirmed kate bishop and i'm not sure if that's his daughter i don't know we're Elena. gonna have to wait for the show no no Yelena? No Yelena.
2: Give me some old Yelena.
1: Um I think Kid Loki. The one in ooh, the end.
2: Ooh, that's bold. Okay.
1: Oh, no. So you no know, I see these things, right? I see these things. And then in Loki I see Iron Lad yeah. from maybe Ant Man three from Loki. I see Iron Lad, young King the Conqueror leading this team. And then Ant Man three, where my theory begins is daughter. Cassie Lang. Cassie. They recast mm. her to a big actress. They did already,
2: didn't they? Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, a, a big one who's on multiple hits, yeah. multiple TV shows on Netflix. Um, so I see the young Avengers. Mm-hmm. I see them building towards that like we built to an Avengers. And so that's what uh, I see.
2: What about Morgan Stark? Oh, fuck.
1: <sighs> that's deep. But yes, there's all these younger there's kids there's you know what i mean that's what i'm saying and then on the other side and i said i was going to mention it valentina scenes intrigue me tremendously yeah okay uh in the comics could be called the thunderbolts and this is marvel's dc squad variant Mm -hmm. okay working for you know under maybe the government or Hydra. hydra itself Hydra bro John Walker being at the top of the list. Yeah. Yelena confirmed working for the Abomination who we saw in the Shang chi trailer. Bro,
2: that's Wong.
1: He's fighting Wong in that trailer. trailer.
2: I've confirmed it mentally.
1: Uh Taskmaster from Black Widow. Ghost from Ant Man two White Vision could be on this team and not a Avengers team. Or he could be, you know, part of the Avengers. I don't know. Uh Mardo from Doctor Strange.
2: Oh fuck!
1: Yes. Who's kind of cutaways? Yes, he's
2: still out there.
1: Uh, Vulture. This is this one's a little off. Vulture from Spider-Man: Homecoming, and one of the leaders of the team Zemo. Zemo, bro. I see them building these teams. They're slowly doing it, and I don't know what phase we're gonna get a full you know thunderbolts or a full young avengers Are but i gonna see in them our, doing like, this 50s watching mm-hmm. avengers i mean <laughs> actors and actresses get old what, what i want to know so is we're gonna see that's it why young sooner. ones, I why think, young ones. Yes. we haven't mentioned at all is okay. thor yes his role
0: in this phase four
2: see and that's the difficult thing with i mean because lo- we have Loki no key
1: timeline honestly we have no idea we have no idea
2: it works outside of time and then like who knows where thor's timeline is
1: so our timeline i'm gonna say i'm gonna call it our timeline Secret. because our mcu timeline is still there and that's what they're yes. gonna work off of there is still but then how you know effed up it could be from a multiverse and in new characters and all that so i think we're still on our timeline just the repercussions of Loki and then what Doctor Strange and one we've avoided all night is Spider-Man and the rumors of multiple Spider-Mans in the movie. Those two movies will dictate our timeline. We will know after those two movies exactly where our timeline with the Falcon becoming Captain and Thor with the um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We will know what direction that is moving forward because it might be our timeline that has to do the multiversal f- well and fight here's what we also have to think or about war too, is you what, what they I mean? did in
2: like ant-man and the wasp right where things were simultaneously happening right, right like Ant man right. the wasp happened at the same exact time as infinity war you know what i mean so like we have to be open to that stuff happening and then at the end so, we're going to cut away yeah
1: with the multiverse so, so there's like, big theories like that, that loki was happening before and during wanda yeah i mean okay there's a, Which they do it, big nerds on TikTok go through and they counted the minutes of the episode and link them together of Wanda and Loki finales and it's when you finally get in the sky um, Elizabeth Olsen becoming the Scarlet Witch. And Full power blown and then when tell you me link when up the same course. exact minute, right? Jesus. The same exact minute in Loki you see him when he's explaining and giving him an ultimatum he who remains, like, like looks up, looks down at a sheet, and realizes he doesn't know what's happening next. And a lot of oh. people it's put that, that together.
2: And you know what? That is something that we didn't touch on. Is what happened? What Nexus event happened right there for him? Not. It to was know. what what happened. It was what happened. happened
1: what during what Wanda. happened during so Wanda? It's Wanda is the there. Scarlet Witch becoming a goosebumps? He literally has goosebumps. <laughs> I think that's the Nexus event that happened that uh created an unknown path for he who remains. And that's when you see it in his face. He becomes scared. And because remember we, he we, was dip, we just hit the threshold. He yeah, was dip yeah, dodging yeah. their the first attacks because he knew exactly how it was playing out. And then she stabs him in the chest. Like yeah, he, he knew that was coming. He, he knew that was coming. He allowed he it. That, yeah. He allowed it to happen. But but like and that's the thing why
2: did he allow that to happen? Why did he was he just like you because know he, let's
1: do this? Because he's almost infant well he did say that he was he said i'm getting old he did say that yeah. weirdly enough because I'm more than that. you
0: think he's yeah. like
1: i don't want to do this anymore and he's also other versions of himself doing cooler shit i don't okay. know you know what i mean Couple, so before we move on from deep, Loki, there's some deep dives before deep we dives. move on from
2: loki and i think i think these answers are more loki season two stuff yeah but judge renslayer kind of the head of the tva mobius Good. she purges mobius bitch. you know I mean, he is a bitch
1: she was a teacher,
2: right? She was a teacher beforehand, but Miss Minutes. Did you notice the leaves. school, by the way? No, Spider Man school. Don't tell me Spider Man's high school. Spider Man's high school. Fuck me. Fuck. God damn it, Marvel. I need now. I need to watch that scene again. Anyway, so she Miss Minutes gives her something and says, like, he wants you to read this instead, and then she leaves and dips and dips. dips. out. where where does she go? I, and think, I think she'll be. I'll think. She, I yeah. think she's a Loki season
1: two. A oh, Loki t- season two for sure. But here's my still, theory. here's my theory. Okay. Remember when we get Loki shot into the TVA with a He Who Remains statue? Yes. Instead of the Timekeeper yes. statue? I think she went to a different variant of Kang or He Who Remains, whoever you want to call him, and gave him kind of like, you need to do this instead type mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Mm. But also, the TVA he walked into was a little they're like oh shit it's chaos yeah it was kind of chaos because of what just happened yeah they said like look at all these yeah branches branches and shit so are they gonna go to work and try to delete this multiverse or you know know. we don't know we have no idea exactly doctor strange is the biggest movie in this factor oh that's fucking crazy so that's the one and again
2: i think this is another loki one but (laughs) miss minutes is a character very reoccurring and she's They've said that she's almost lifelike to an extent. She's able to be outside and inside of technology. She communicates with He Who Remains and also them. How much of a factor is she? Do we see her being this other entity? What is she in your guys' minds?
1: I think she's a creation of He Who Remains, kind of like Tony. Kind of like Jarvis? Kind of like Jarvis and Friday, like a a super super robot. I, I believe she's... Yeah, I agree with I, that. I believe she's a super robot used outside of time. Okay? I agree with that. I agree. So, with that. like, how powerful Kang is, I think that's what helps him create, you know what I mean, what he knows and what he will and know. And keeps order in the TVA. Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to ask, so moving on to the bigger Marvel picture, I asked about Thor, what we see from him? What do we see from Wakanda? Because we haven't had any... Well, RIP. indication of so r.i.p obviously we don't have
2: a black panther so right
0: but we obviously know how
1: impactful wakanda is the mcu here's my uh thing and it also may be a gripe when it does come out but uh killmonger michael b jordan okay i would love this this is a huge character and a huge actor he's at the prime he's low type key. of his life kind of a-list Yes, like he, he's, he, not there yet, he's but like, almost A-list actor. He could be. I think with the creation of the multiverse and variants type, I think he will be a good version and possibly Black Panther. That'd be legit.
2: That would be fucking
1: huge. I also think White Vision, I, I believe you're correct, I think White Vision will be in Black Panther too because you have to remember Infinity Wars, uh, the little sister, Uh, yeah. Shuri, was... You know, made off on, as a genius yeah. to separate Vision from the stone to right. still give him his being. Well, Sword did that, and I think he's going there for answers. And I think we'll see White Vision. I think the little sister is going to be like the kind of like hype main one that will maybe take over a Black Panther mantle. I think, she's I think that she's more than likely for sure. But I think Michael B. Jordan's role will be ginormous. I think he will save the Black Panther franchise.
0: Jesus Christ, I need a cigarette. <laughs>
1: that was intense. So, I'm sweating. Let's but. just say it. All three Spider-Mans? At, at at the end of Loki, you cannot think because of all the rumors. It's fucking Locke. All
2: locks. three fucking Spider-Mans.
1: All locks. villains from every movie and every universe of Spider-Man. I want- We're doing a movie review literally a week after that movie comes out, so just watch it first day dude i
2: want i want green goblin willem dafoe if i'm gonna get that then I that's who i want i want that, that too I, I love willem dafoe i actually
1: think he's the head guy in this movie
2: oh give it to me
1: well you can't put willem dafoe in a in a movie and it just not be revolved around his ass all right we got to move on from the marvel talk oh my god um we're gonna
0: wrap the show up with obviously our top five we do a top five every week. We are back on K Morgan's top five. Obviously, we don't know the answers to this or the question, I mean. We don't know the topic. Me and B are
2: completely in the dark. So
0: pass it to K Morgan. <clears throat> What's your top five?
2: I'm going to stay on theme. Oh, Marvel. I'm going to stay on Marvel. Top five Marvel smoke shows. Oh. Oh, I'm so happy. I have so and much to say about this. I'm and so happy. These are not actresses. These are the actual characters oh, in the MCU. Okay, so it doesn't matter Perfect. how they look outside. It's how they look this in the how they look in the movies slash TV shows. Okay, this is purely based on viewership and my pants. How many
0: honorable mentions?
2: Zero. Just straight five.
0: Straight five because we only sell out three now.
2: You didn't no. want we no. didn't want them. I'm doing Our honorable I'm doing mentions. mentions. All right, let's get into it. Don't need them. Five. Five is Wasp
1: smoke ant-man and wasp okay. fucking smoke that is and and strictly, absolutely a lock on our top five list and strictly
2: yes. her in ant-man and the wasp with the longer hair she has a little bit okay. of that pixie cut and number one yes she does give me her long hair number two as the Wasp. They comment on that
0: too about her um the friend the guy who runs a business for ant-man uh what's his name the great actor oh, right? yeah
1: yeah he mentions that i love her she yeah. would is 100 percent my she, top five and
2: like She's only five because I, if I don't get enough of her,
1: okay. If I get more
2: of her, she, she could, could be higher. She
1: could be higher. She she's a slug. she would be my two if I'm being honest. She could be higher. Yeah, she's I, three for me. I love this.
2: Hey, this Hi. is this is one that's just kind of just stole the show, Yelena. From wow. Yoda. Elena
1: already top five smoke. I don't put her ahead of Wasp, but I I respect her. I love that. Number four. Okay. Hey, rookie of the year. Rookie of the She's year. She's
2: coming in early and just getting it done. Rookie of the year. It. She's just getting it done I think right, she just, should, right away. They
0: should flip that, but I'm good with
2: that. Number three, her sister Black Widow at three.
1: Oh, fucking three. You guys think
2: that's if, late or early if, to call her out at three? I know, I'm sure Black you guys have Widow's her top two. three.
1: One, two got to be fucking brilliant. They got to be brilliant. I don't think I, I Black disagree. Widow, childhood. She's a lock one, two. Iron Man, two. She's such a slut. I think it's... <laughs> oh, I, my God. I think her progression... When she does. slams Happy in the ring and he goes, I want one.
2: Yeah i think her progression goes a little down all-time t- all scenes probably all right. why let's sure hear the this, rest the short
1: that's... the short blonde hair in the uh big avenger movies kind of bothered fuck me fuck that that's she the was worst so that's
2: the worst look yeah infinity war short blonde. Oh, she's yeah. so smoke that's though. the worst look but she's three okay and this has changed a lot in 2021 i will preface that because typically she would be hired but here we are uh number two scarlet witch yes has to be on the list. I love that. Scarlet Witch, WandaVision. Stole WandaVision. the
1: show. She screamed. I'm surprised she's not one actually. She screamed up my
2: board though. I'm, she I,
1: screamed. Now I have no idea who's one.
2: One or two are so interchangeable for me, but she screamed up the boards. Like she she was probably five, but she just, WandaVision, was, she went streaking up. Was anyone up? else into the 60s look with her? Like I was? Oh yeah, the short little curly. Oh, stop yeah. it. No, she looked good with the little aprons on. Stop it. Yeah. Big fan. Who's number one? And especially with the outfit at the end. Yeah. Number one, my girl Gamora.
0: Always. Guys, Sam, a green chick. You Always. picked a fucking green chick. He picked chick. a green
2: Smoke. chick. You ever been with one?
0: You haven't. Smoke. That's. Oh, I've been with. You're one. so biased. Like you got to make these lists non-biased. She's so hot. That's not even. Uh, She's maybe five for me in the top five. Maybe. I loved your list. Outside. You're missing a huge character of this. Huge! Yeah. It's all MCU, right? Let me get this list right.
2: MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: How the fuck is Ant May not on this goddamn
1: list? Grow up! Are you fucking kidding me? and May is up. a smoke, but like top five. Who is she gonna? Who is she gonna outbeat? Who is she gonna beat out? Gamora, there? you're yeah. one. Gamora. No, she's
2: not gonna beat Gamora.
1: She's Gamora's won. body alone. I loved your Gamora's list. Gamora's body
2: alone. Pepper Potts. No, stop it. I no, love Pepper overrated. Pot.
1: Dude, I'll, I love me some Pepper Pot. No. Name my dog after No Nobody. Pepper. Nobody. Get her out. Shout out, Pepper. Tony could have done way better. Look. Fucking With put Gamora good. 4
2: and we don't give you shit. Gamora's body is better than anyone else on this list.
1: And I think she's hot green. Hold on. <laughs> you said body? It's not better than Black Widow's Black. body. Yes, yeah, it's not. Black
2: Widow's body just, just. Are you
1: fucking kidding me? It goes bro? downhill. Grow the fuck up. All
0: right. What about Hulk? Or, uh, not Hulk. Hulk. No, uh, Lugay.
1: The big guy. <laughs> Jesus. Thor 1.
2: You're talking Natalie Portman?
1: Yes. Oh, Natalie Portman, Thor 1. She's not a
2: superhero Small. yet.
1: So you put, like, you added, like, You said power. all MCU. You added power and slash. If they get me hard, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's powers, fair.
2: If their powers are hot, then yeah, it's gonna that's help fair.
1: out. Like Gamora, we go about
2: this all the time, Gamora would beat the shit out of Black Widow no, 10 times out of 10 in a fuck fight. Fuck you. Fact. Fuck you. Beat I the just fuck
0: out of not her. not even close. Beat the what about the bald chick from Black... Panther. We have a battle. Black chick from Black Panther.
2: You can throw that out a poll. Who wins in a fight, Gamora or Black Widow? That's a poll. Gamora beats hey, the shit out of her. you
0: want to talk shit? Ask B what he reached over and said to me during the movie, during Black Widow. What? Fucking ask him.
1: What did you tell Cody during the movie? I dude I don't know I was kind of fucked up he goes
0: Black Widow beats the shit out of Gamora
1: oh no I did say that it was it was about 20 (laughs) minutes in I look over at him because we've had this argument several times I go Black Widow beats the fuck out of Gamora I said it I I I said it you're right he called me out on my shit he did never I was gonna leave this battle between you guys but it is what it is top five not bad not a bad list I I mean you just get biased at the top how you always do but that's fine she's just hot she's better body Notre Dame, Gamora, yeah, Notre Dame, Gamora, girlfriend, now, Halloween costume. Now God. we know how the fucking top five is going to
0: be for him. For it's now. not Taylor in a it's Halloween It's just a bias costume, list. Okay? It's not a real list. It's a bias list. Nah.
1: All right. Well,
0: that's our Marvel talk. <laughs> what a great Marvel talk. So tune in. watch, Catch up whatever you need to catch up on. Look forward to these next shows. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Tune in um, as we'll be in for bolds next week. Follow on Instagram. Follow on Twitter. Uh, TZ Podcast. We're out.